said, I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Was that? Were you turning the mic off? That's it, we're done. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have to do that again. <laughs> we're going to do that again. Because they read my lips when I said I love you. No, they didn't. They did. No, they didn't. Did you guys hear me say I love you? You did. No, they heard you. They just didn't hear me. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they have to hear you. I don't want them thinking I got pied in the morning on <laughs> Valentine's Day. So, Brent, I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Was your mic on? My mic is on. Thank you. You're welcome. Morning, people. It is Tuesday, the 14th of February and welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. It is a special day today. Several reasons. <laughs> Several reasons. First of all, happy Valentine's Day, people. Secondly, happy Chris Brown Day. <laughs> but most importantly, mm. most importantly, Happy 200th episode to us. Oh, shit. Can we get some horn and some beeps? And yeah. We can't get the stuff. Yes, confetti. Yeah, big us up to 200 episodes. It's amazing. Mm. And um, hundreds and hundreds more episodes Amen. to come because they ain't getting rid of us. At all. At all, okay? They've tried though. They, of course they tried. They've tried. Oh, no, they, they keep trying. Yeah. But <laughs> we serve a living God in this place. <laughs> and they didn't put us together. Mm -hmm. so you can't break us apart. And he's not a gender neutral God. He's not a gender neutral God. He's a he. <laughs> wow. We're starting on the back. We're man. starting on the back. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> I hope we get to 201. <laughs> But no, guys, I am your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. And they call me Eman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. That is right. We have a task for you guys. Obviously, mm. you guys know the drill. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. But today, we are doing positive, beautiful talks on our topic of the day. Mm -hmm. And um, Eman thinks it would be a good idea if you guys called in with some lovely, beautiful stories. Yep. Um, if we could just keep it positive, <laughs> that'd be great because we all have a negative story, but not today. Um, yeah, so it doesn't have to be your present or your past. It could, no, it doesn't have to be your present. Mm. It could be your past. It could be at any point. Anything. Anything. So, um, yeah, when we get to the topic of the day, we'd appreciate if you guys called in and um, mm. give us some tea, give us some stories, give us some good gist. I really hope that um, asking for a friend is positive today because... <laughs> That'd be ironic. <laughs> Undo all the work. But um, how is everyone doing? All good, you know. Can't yeah? complain. Yeah, I can't complain, man. Love it. Thank you very much. Except that the weather is very cold. Oh, Horrible. Horrible. You just reminded me of the morning I had. Mm. So, guys, we're starting it because I just about got here. By the grace of God, just about got here. So, um, the traffic, because obviously it's half term in the UK right now, right? But in my mind, when it's half term, the roads are really, really clear. Mm. Usually that's what's happening. I don't know what's going on, but the roads were packed. Ways embarrassed me this morning. Mm. And so did Google Maps. I don't know what other navigation systems are out there, but <laughs> them two were idiots. So the Rotherhive Tunnel mm -hmm. was closed for whatever reason. But I was so far away from it. In uh. so much traffic, but I didn't even clock because I was doing prison worship in my car. I was in a great mood this morning. It was all great. And then I thought, you know, let me go around the back of like, sorry, keys. Let me go around the back and 
get to the front. Mm-hmm. Get to the front now. There's traffic there again. But then now I can actually see a sign that says the tunnel is closed. And I don't know places, right? Yeah, I was going to say something else. No. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know much. I don't know my way around London. I'm, I depend on sat-navs. I don't know beyond where I live. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that girl. That's just how I am. So I'm like, okay, I do remember there's another way. There's, I can get to the Blackpool Tunnel. There's, there's other routes to mm-hmm. get to the studio, right? Waze was not showing me. Because I don't know how to report on Waze that the Rather High Tunnel is closed. So maybe the system uh, can then yeah, do something. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to search. It wasn't, I couldn't find it. Mm. But then no one else, none of the other Wazers mm. reported it. So I'm looking and every single option is telling me the tunnel. I'm like, the tunnel is closed. Mm. So I thought, you know, let me just drive. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it will fix itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It won't fix itself. It was trying to tell me to turn around, to take back roads, to end up in the same place. And I'll be honest, in that moment, I was reminded I was single. <laughs> I was. Because I had a problem solver. I mm. did. Shout out to him. <laughs> I had a problem solver. <laughs> when I'm in a pickle, <laughs> I could ring that man and he would have helped me. Mm. But I was like, I can't, I can't even ring you as I was in the morning. <laughs> I had to get some more song pass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even ring you. First, mm. I'm not your girl. <laughs> I can't ring you at 7 30 in the morning. Be like, hi, um, for old time's sakes, do you mind? So that's why I messaged Brendan. When I said to you, I was lost, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was dead ass, I was lost in London. Mm. <laughs> I said, how the hell? Like at one point, I thought I might have to drive back home and start fresh. Because <laughs> I really don't know places. Because I was like, okay, from my house, I know how to get to Blackwater. I know. But from here, mm. I don't know how to get there. And I was like, damn. I mean, I'm single. Finishness. <laughs> lost and single. I was lost and single. Man. Two struggles this morning. I said, nah. My, that's why I said my enemies are working. Mm. I said my enemies are working every time this lovely morning. <laughs> well, by the grace of God, I made it. So what I did here, <laughs> I had to set my sat-nav to go to Blackpool Tunnel. Mm. And then halfway there, it no longer um, recommended what oh, I have. Yeah. Then it was like, okay, go that way. I was like, oh, thank mm. God. And there was stupid traffic there as well. As well. Oh. But I was on the right way. Hey. Aye, aye, aye. Apparently City Mapper. Whilst in London is the one. Is it? Okay. Mm. Is that like central London though? Or do you mean like London, the globe London? I don't know. Yeah. I'll find out anyway. Mm. But I was really annoyed. I said, you know Google Maps will know what it's doing. Went on Google Maps, same thing. I said, yeah, everybody's mad this lovely morning and um, it's not me. <laughs> but I'm glad that... Um, no, I did do that, um, Reggie. That's what I ended up doing. But yeah, man, there's certain things that you go through in life that just remind you... <laughs> of the situation you're in and it's just like damn that's why you can't give up on black men oh I definitely I would never give up on black men yes. like I would never ever mm-hmm. give up I would never ever give up on black men I don't want to give up on me though but that's the point but I ain't giving up on them <laughs> not me not I I'm not gi- I would never give up on black men black men is what God has put in my heart mm. and I also this is what I always say to people as well that I don't see myself ending up with someone else like non-black yeah. because I don't believe that God like I pray right mm-hmm. and I always pray to God that the things that I desire for myself mm-hmm. are in his will for me mm. and I strongly desire black men 
It's God's will. Yeah. It's God's plan. Like, mm. God will do it. Amen. Amen. Because <laughs> I ain't accepting anything else anyway, so he's going to have to do it. So we have a, a voice note that just came in. I don't know what it is. Uh, should I play it? Because obviously we've started off on a... What's the number? This is risky. What's the number? Something, something, something. What's the first what? five? Um, 07806. Hmm, that'll ring a bell. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I have, I have nothing to, else to lose to today. Lock it up quick. <laughs> I'm not joking. Get your get your fingers off the key I'm off the keyboard. <laughs> let's see. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Turn off. I'm joking. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's so so like it Sound like a man. Yeah. I ain't got a mess. I know it's not a surprise clip for me. Right. <laughs> so. Um. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, my name is Musa. I work in the costume department um, in film. Okay. And um, I just wanted to say I've been listening since day one, on and off, just because of work. Um, I saw today 200 episodes. I wanted to big you up. What an exciting day. What an exciting milestone. Um, in terms of good news, so... I guess I've been working, as I said, in film, and I started out in short film, but now I can't say too much, but I'm on a feature film now. Woo! Man like! progress is there. Um, as you guys already know um, from progress you guys have done, hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Um, keep going, keep it coming. And hopefully one day I'll get a little feature on the episode if that's possible. 100%. Oh. Yeah, man. I've got to run off back to work. I hope you have a lovely day, rest of the week, and I'll be looking to hear and tune in to you guys every day. Jeez. Oh, this is so. This is big up Musa. Nah, that's big that's up Musa, it. Man. Big up Musa. Congratulations as well. Yes. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I didn't think, know. Do you you got white men on that do soundboard. You think his God was a, a they. Hell no. I'm sorry. I mean, heaven <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, no. <laughs> it sounds like his God works. So <laughs> it can't be a con. They're trying to get you. Close. Yeah, man, they can't get us today. They ain't getting me today, man. Not today, man. But that was so wholesome. I love that. Mm. Oh, big up Musa, man. Love it, love it, love it. Congratulations yeah, as well. And yeah, let us know when you come on the, come on the show. We get to talking. 100%. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great day. Um, Let's get into our headlines. Okay. All right. Sorry. So, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> y'all be whining in the comments sometimes. <laughs> and I try not to address y'all. What do you mean not men getting praise from Esther? I'm, current, I'm always, always getting, giving um, praise to always. men. Always. Always. When you guys are acting up, I'll let you know. Like a real one. Always. <laughs> anyway. All right. So the first headline... We've kind of heard about this story a few times, yeah, but I guess this is some updated info. And this is about um, sensors from a suspected Chinese spy balloon being shot down, basically, across the US. So search crews found significant debris from the sites, including all of the priority sensor and electronics pieces identified, right? The FBI is examining the items, which the US says were used to spy on sensitive military sites. The US, as of today, has shot down three more objects since the first one on the first on the fourth of February. Military officials say that large sections of the structure were also recovered on Monday off the coast of South Carolina, about thirty to forty feet 
of the balloon's antenna array, among the items found, according to CBS, U.S. officials said that the high-altitude balloon originated in China and was used for surveillance. But China said it was merely um, a weather-monitoring airship that had blown astray. Since that first incident, American fighter jets have shot down three more high-altitude objects in as many days over Alaska, Canada's Yukon Territory, and Lake Huron on the U.S.-Canada border. By the way, yeah, mm. like I said, four times, yeah, these jets have shot them down, yeah. Each missile costs $400,000. It's how much China's wasting U.S. That's 1.2 million... Can you imagine? No. 1.6 yeah. million dollars. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Yeah. You got a way of the, what they're coming to look at, though. Yeah, oh, 100%, 100%. No, I mean, like, I don't think they should have... <laughs> I don't think they should have spent 1.6. <laughs> they only having a little sight. Uh, it, depends. Little look. it depends what, what's down there. That's, that's true, actually. They don't want to see stuff. Yeah, man. That's mad. But guess what? China's now spoke out. Mm. And ba basically, China's basically saying the US are hypocrites because the US does it themselves. I thought it was the liars, you know. That <laughs> 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 no, it wasn't us. <laughs> well, what they're saying is China has accused the United States of illegally flying high altitude balloons into its airspace more than 10 times oh, wow. since January 2022. Claims that drew an immediate rebuttal from the White House as bilateral tensions flare in the fallout from a Chinese balloon that, as we know, was shot down by American fighter jets mm. after traveling across the continental US. The accusation, made by the Chinese Foreign Ministry, without evidence, by the way, comes less than a day after China said it was preparing to shoot down an unidentified flying object near its eastern coast. At a regular news conference on Monday, the ministry um, spokesperson, Wang Guangbin, claimed it was common for U.S. balloons to illegally enter other countries' airspaces. He said, since last year alone, American high-altitude balloons have illegally crossed China's airspace more than 10 times without the approval of relevant Chinese authorities. It's not clear why mm. China did not publicize these details earlier or whether it responded to the alleged intrusions when they occurred, but the White House has denied Beijing's accusations and described the claim as an attempt at damage control. A spokeswoman from the National Security Council, Adrian Watson, spoke on Twitter on Monday, saying, any claim that the US government operates surveillance balloons over the PRC is false. It is China that has a high-altitude surveillance balloon program for intelligence collection that it has used to violate the, the sovereignty of the US and, other, and over 40 countries pardon me, across five continents. Wang, the same guy that's talking for China, also accused the U.S. of frequently sending warships and planes to carry out close-range uh, reconnaissance against China, which he claims amounted to a total of 657 times last year and 64 times this January in the South China Sea. He also said, for the longest time, the U.S. has abused its technolog technological adva advantages to carry out large-scale and indiscriminate wiretapping and theft of secrets from all over the world, including from its allies adding that the U.S. is without doubt the world's largest surveillance habitual offender and surveillance empire. He accused the U.S. of hyping up and exaggerating the situation and using it as a pretext to illegally sanction Chinese enterprises and institutions. And the last headline is basically um, a bit of an update about the earthquake and some good news, actually, man, a bit of a miracle as well. Okay. So Hussein Berber um, was stretched from the wreckage of his home, which was brought down... Um, more than seven days ago in southern Turkey. Five hours earlier, though, rescuers cheered God is great as little Hive Husa, um, who was in her pajamas and, um, th that she was sleeping in, was pulled from the ruins. In the hard hit Hatay, 
um, another person by the name of Naid Ume mm. was freed 175 hours after the disaster struck. Yet hopes of future, future and further rescues are dwindling. Crews say that they're on the limit with night temperatures as low as minus 6 degrees Celsius. UN aid chief Martin Griffiths admitted that the rescue phase was coming to a close with the focus switching to the race um, to provide shelter and food instead. Mm. In Pazarachik, uh, which is a remote town of 30,000, above the epicenter of the initial 7.8 uh, magnitude quake, 80% of buildings were destroyed or damaged. 80%, imagine. Besides the main road, there's a queue of hungry and homeless people which stretch for at least 500 meters. They're hoping for blankets and something to eat. It's mad, man. Yeah, many survivors sleep in their cars. Um, they have no heating, no toys for the youngster, youngsters, it says, aged um, between 1 and 10. Um, yeah, there's just, just a, lot of, a lot of stuff that's happening over there. But, again, it is some positive news, man, that somebody, after 175 hours underground, was still pulled out and they were alive. You know what I'm saying? so. I saw a video where there was a man, um, he was actually, like, the way he was... He was literally covering his child. Mm. And he was like, so the child mm. was here, but he was like this. Mm. And he died. And when they pulled him off, the child was alive. He actually saved his child's yeah, life yeah. by covering the child. I see. Literally, it was it was a crazy video, man. Wow. Mm. That must yeah. be scary, though. Even like to call off, like to say that we're no longer searching. Because mm-hmm. you don't know if people yeah, are still alive. Exactly. So that must be such a difficult emotional war because you don't mm-hmm. have the resources to keep doing this. Exactly. Uh, but people might be alive, but it's like you just have to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible, man. At some point, you've got to now f- focus on the people who are alive. Who are alive and help, and help those, help them. Mm. It's crazy, man. But let's pick things up. Let's get into our What You Saying topic of the day. This was, I thought it was positive. First bullet point <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> so where are we going wrong? Do you know why? Because I'll I, I tell you my, my trainer thought, yeah. Okay. I was coming there today. I'm thinking, do you know what? Valentine, love in the air, all that good mm. stuff, yeah. Let's talk about positive. Ain't positive no thing. love in the air except <laughs> damn pollution. But anyway. And then I thought, you know what? Um, you're hearing about the divorce rates mm. being like 50%, this and the third. Let me Google some black um, mm. divorce rates and show how that's less than mm. the public, the general public. Yeah. I didn't find that type of information. <laughs> it ain't available. It seemed like... Our situation was worse. Yeah. And I thought, God damn it. It is. But you know what? Like I said here, let's face the facts. Let's deal with the issue. Absolutely. And then after that, let's deal with the positive things yeah. that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, off the top of your head though, mm. where do you think black relationships are kind of going wrong? Why are the, why are the divorce rates so high? Why are the um, <sighs> long parent rates so high? Why, why? What's going on? I think that, I just don't think that we have the tools Okay. I don't think that we have the tools to help relationships relationships work. Mm. I think that when it comes to relationships, we just think of like it's like a, for me, I think our priorities is messed up. Mm. And obviously, I can mainly speak about the African community, the Black African community, but it for me, as far as I'm concerned, it transcends in all other communities. It's just mm-hmm. Black, really. And I think that our priorities are messed up in that for us, it's just it's just oh, like just get with somebody. Mm. We're not given tools of how to carry that on. Do you get what I mean? Like, there's a lot of focus on get married, get married, get married. But no one tells you or no one teaches you. There isn't, there isn't as much push of how to keep your marriage mm. as there is how to, as there is that you should just get married. Do you get what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So even when you think about like with weddings and stuff, like 
young people are like, oh, you know, they said to young people, you know, get married, get married, oh, you guys got married, blah, blah. But no one ever, like, people, elders don't check in on them. Like, how was the relationship going? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, sit down with a woman. How was things going? Or sit down with a man. How is, how is this going? Mm -hmm. It's when there's problems, mm -hmm. then the advice you're even given reflects that, that mindset that, that pushed people together in the first place of, okay. oh, you know, whatever's happening, just, you know, that's mm -hmm. how it is, man. Just, just stay with it and, you know, just da 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. And then people say they want to get divorced, you're acting shocked. I feel like there isn't, we don't have the right tools. Mm. When I think of what it, it was that I've, as a culture, traditionally, what I've been taught about relationships, what I've been taught about marriage, mm -hmm. it is in my single years and in my growing, intentionally working on myself and whatever else and actually figuring out what it is that I want for myself, that I'm realising that none of the things that's been told that mm -hmm. I should want is what I want. Mm. And none of those things are actually what helps relationships work. Like, I feel like we've, the older generation and what they talk about relationships, it's not really a friendship, you know? Mm. It's just like a, it's a union. Mm. But but that is like, it's very um functional. It's very, mm -hmm. it's just, I can't, I don't know what the word is, but it's it's not a relationship. It's not, it's not a, yeah, it's not actually a relationship. It's just, we're together. It's just functional. That's what mm. I would use. It's just functional. It's to help us have kids. It's so that, you know, we don't die alone. And it's because tradition. That's it. Yeah. There's no actual friendship there. There's no actual relationship there. There's no bond. There's no bond there. There's no... I personally think there's genuine love there. But are, are you being a bit harsh? I'll tell you why, yeah. Because mm -hmm. if we compare how we are in the West, right? Yeah. Most of us are first generation, right? Yeah. Especially um, the Africans here, yeah. Yeah. But regardless, um, West Indians, all blacks in the diaspora here yeah. in, in the UK. First, second generation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we typically see life in a in a different way to yeah. how um, you know our people back back home yeah. in the Caribbean, Africa see life. A lot of their relationships, yes, we may point the finger, say, "Oh, this is a bit toxic over there. This is a bit da 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 da." But don't they know about commitment? Because they're still there. And, and yeah. as much as we may say, "Oh, is that genuine love?" It must be because there's something there that's keeping them. Where a woman is, for example, doing has a certain relationship with the man mm -hmm. and, and and committed to it from the time she was 20 or whenever she got married mm -hmm. up until her 80s. The man, as much as he made this and a third, yeah. from when he committed to, from 20 mm. up to the 80s, he's still there. Mm. In the West, that don't happen. Do you know what I think it is? Much. I don't think it's... I, I don't think it's genuine love. But why? Though? I think... Because it, it isn't. Is, is your love... Are you looking at love through the eyes of the West? No, I'm looking at love through the eyes of Est. <laughs> so dumb, you know? No, I'm looking at love through my eyes because mm. do you know what it is there, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's conditioning. Okay. It's conditioning. That's that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's not a thing where that they're intentionally like committed to this or whatever it is. It's just a case of this is what you have to do. This is what you've been this is what you've been told to do. There's a lot of like traditions here yeah, that they're like, oh tradition this is what we do. Mm. Why? What's the point and what's the purpose of this tradition? Mm. It's just what we do. That's just that's where it starts and that's where it stops. Do you get mm -hmm. what I mean? So for me, I see obviously there will be genuine love. Like I'm not speaking for every single situation and all that kind of stuff. Of course not. But in some cases, dare mm. I say most, don't mm. fight me. But it's I really believe it's conditioning. I really I really feel like if people could do things differently, they would. Because over there as well. It's, it's not just men that cheat. Mm. 
women cheat as well because again they're looking for other things out outside. But I guess it's the it's the shame and the stigma that comes with divorce mm -hmm. that prevents people from getting divorces. If there was mm -hmm. no stigma, if there was no shame that attached to it mm -hmm. in like back home, hella divorces, hella hella all of that. But I, I, I personally think yeah, that a lot of the, the dynamics from let's just say hundred years ago yeah. is completely different today in Nigeria, for example, today, right? Mm. And I think the dynamics a hundred years ago when there was less interaction from, from the West, yeah, I think helped keep a family, village, community together. Oh, it definitely did. You know what I'm saying? But we don't have that today. And I think that's yeah. part of the issue. Because a lot of the time, yeah, the dynamics within a particular family is what puts strains on the relationship within those within that particular mm. family. If, for example, I'm, me and you are married now, mm -hmm. and your role is to stay at home to do particular things, yeah. my role is to go out, there's an understanding of the roles. Yeah. When we come to the West, where we don't have the 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 the, the support from the um, now your community from the, from the community yeah, from the extended community. family right yeah. that stress that strain is gonna be a lot more yeah it you does. Know what I'm saying yeah I'm gonna take up my issues from work on you this and the third mm -hmm. da, da. so yeah. a lot of that, those things I think have to be factored in and Absolutely. I think a lot of those issues today as well that we face here is happening in modern day Africa today as well it is actually I I definitely I 100 agree with that I do think that the um, older generations they definitely had a stronger sense of community mm -hmm. and I do believe that sense of community actually did help it helped the family work for what it needed to work for mm -hmm. but I think also when I think because really there are people who still have that kind of relationship today mm -hmm. do you get what I mean but I think that for me you guys already know how I am I would choose happiness over anything right mm -hmm. so for me like it, I think it just depends on what it, what it is that what it is what's important to you I do think there are benefits of the West, 100%. I think it's a better thing that people, women, but women especially, have a choice in who it is that they want to get married to. Because back in the days, you marry whoever your family say that you, you marry. Whoever they see is good for you, mm -hmm. you learn to like them and you learn to fall in love with them and you learn, do you know what I mean? You, mm -hmm. you will eventually get there with them, do you get what I mean? Yeah. And some will never do, but some will you will. Mm -hmm. So I like, I like the idea of having choice. I like the idea that I'm going to be starting a family with this person and reproducing with you and mm -hmm. living life with you and whatever it is and I like you. Regardless mm -hmm. of whatever, we, whatever ordeal we might have, whatever obstacles we might have in our relationship, I can wake up and I can like my man. I love that idea. Do you get what I mean? So I do think there are good things in the West. And I think also back home as well, unfortunately, it is a lot of, for the women again, I feel like the things that are put in place, a lot of traditions and stuff just benefit men. So for me, it's difficult for me to look at those relationships and be like, you know what? This is good. This is good. This is good. Community is definitely a good thing. Mm -hmm. Our parents, our grandparents, great grandparents, they all had community. We don't really have much of that today. But I'll be honest with you, I will take happiness and choice of a community any day. Because mm -hmm. when I look at them old them relationships, mm -hmm. honestly, all I see is a, is just a revised slavery but, but that's in the, the woman's lens. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but none of that is worth it to me. But, but I, th I think also, yeah, remember when you're looking back at these relationships, you're yeah. looking back at relationships within our lifetime. Mm -hmm. We've had the whole uh, effects of um, colonialization and yeah. things of that nature. So I'm, I'm still saying that our parents' generation, maybe even the, mm, let's just say our parents' generation, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of westernized. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not mm. here in the West, but the influence of the West is still there heavily. And so I think... I don't think so, you know. I think it is, you know. Because I, I tell you, the way that I've... I haven't been raised... When it comes to relationships and, and, mm. and marriage and whatever, yeah. I have not been raised with the Western ideas. No, it's not necessarily this, the ideas. It's more so the dynamics, that influence. the roles of the family. I think that's kind of changed. 
So, for example, um, our mothers having to go out and work as well, just as much as our dads, for yeah. example. Back in the day now, that wouldn't mm. necessarily be the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I feel like the role... But that's because they moved defined. here, though. Huh? That's because they moved here and they had no choice. But even back here, even back home as well. A lot of the women are out there working just as much as the men. No traditional families, you know. They are, you know. I'm telling you. There are families that are, but like, when I think of, like, parents' generation... Mm. I don't know, you know. <laughs> mm. Obviously, there will be women who do, but yeah. I'm, I'm not saying when I think of like parents' though. generation, mm-hmm. some of them really are still housewives and stuff. Yeah, but but that's that's the thing. I think a lot of them are, granted, yeah. yeah. But I feel like a lot of them come home to do the housewife duties, but still have a job. Even mm. even if it's as simple as just going out to the market and and having a stall there or yeah. doing something outside. But of isn't the house. that isn't that an economic thing though? Yeah. You, because we need the money. Yes, but it's still a strain on the on the relationship. Yeah, because but because of how life is, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but and whose I, fault is that one though? It's not necessarily me saying it's someone's fault. It's just me yeah. saying this is the 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 reality, and I think yeah. that's what's putting a strain on on how our families work. Because mm. you know what's interesting to me is that even as much as like there's like Western influence and we live in a Western community and stuff like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> some people are not picking up Western ideas. I wish they would. <laughs> Do you get me? That's that's what I'm saying. Like even even though some women are going out and working and stuff like that, mm. they still hold on to the Western values. Mm. Do you get me? So it's not like yes, there will be strain and whatever because obviously yeah, there will be anyway. But even though the women are going out to work and whatever, mm-hmm. they are still telling you that it's like women are doing both. So essentially, basically, the way men are, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the men just have to be the breadwinner and that's fine. Yeah. The women are basically breadwinners too because they're, they're working as well and contributing to the house. But, no, women like struggle. Oh my gosh. Because women mm-hmm. are doing, I'm breadwinner, but I'm also housewife. So women have got two tasks and the childcare as well, three tasks, mm-hmm. while the man is just a thingy. So do you get what I'm, trying, what I'm trying to say? Where I'm saying that even though there is that, there is Western living, mm-hmm. the, Western, um, the Western mindset has not been adopted mm-hmm. because it's not seen as shared, as shared, um, what's it called? responsibility for the home it's still mm. a case of i'm still the one who's going to cook i'm the one who's going to clean i'm the one who mm. does the um takes care of the children or whatever do you yeah. get what i'm saying so this is what i'm saying that for me western society or not the lessons that's been taught to women mm-hmm. i don't know how the actually i can tell but i don't know mm. but the lessons that's still been taught to women mm-hmm. are still of are still of that of the traditional back in the day lessons yeah it's just now it's just now you've got something additional to add to your plate which mm-hmm. is why I'm saying that the first chance women get to jackpot from a relationship, they do exactly that. They run. Do you get what I mean? But then you're just going to run into another relationship with the same dynamic. Not necessarily. Because most relation, most people can't afford for the man to work and the, and the woman to stay at home. And plus, also no, but, in those relationships, women don't. Women, most women, I guess, mm-hmm. nowadays don't want to just stay at home. They want to yeah. have work and you know, they want to do certain things with it. But life. the relationship I'm talking about is a relationship where the woman and the man are working, but mm-hmm. then also when it comes to childcare, when it comes to okay, home care, okay. we're sharing that. Do you get I me? Mean? Mm. But what I'm saying is that it, there's a lot of relationships where the man is working, the woman mm. is working, yeah. but the woman is still holding on to those traditional values. Yeah. And the man is still holding on to the traditional value of I'm the breadwinner. Yeah. But you're not the you're not a sole breadwinner anymore. Yeah, this is joint exactly it's yeah. a joint income family, mm-hmm. but somehow all the other responsibilities that were attacked, that were always that was put on women traditionally, mm-hmm. have not become joint. Yeah. Just the man's role has now become joint, mm-hmm. not the women's roles. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm saying that it's still like Western yeah. society and everything. It is still that mindset of 
you are the homemaker. You are the, you are mm. still the housewife. It's just mm. your housewife that also works. Yeah. And that for me is very, that's very damaging because there's yeah. more strain on the woman, if anything, than the man. But and then men have a cheek, have the cheek, the cheek <laughs> to go and then be testing other women out, out there. Do, do you know the thing is though, yeah? I, I, I personally, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but yeah. I, I don't think it's as simple as saying um, both are breadwinners, but women do a lot more. Mm. I think men also carry on other um, other tasks. Like? Whether it be um, providing in other ways. Because you know men, a lot of men can't do DIY these days. It's hate to see it. <laughs> they don't make men like they used to anymore. Yeah, things are changing. There's technology and there's whatever it may be, right? Change a light bulb, King. <laughs> but but typically, I, I see it as this, right? A lot of the time, men, it depends on the man, obviously, right? Will maybe take on another job or take on another venture to take their family out of something else. Because at the end of the day, all we have in this in this world is time. That's it. So if both of us, if, if you're at home mm. looking after the kids and there's excess time, that obviously I'm not looking after the kids, that time should be used to do something to further the family. I love that you said it should be used. Yeah, 100%. Because it, be. it ain't being used. I agree with you. Because I, I see more anyway. women, women, because I talk to a lot of like married couples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, my palette is not just people in my condition, in like single yeah. and young like me. Like I talk to older people, mm-hmm. I talk to younger people. I really, that's how I learn so much about life. Yeah. And a lot of, from my, from S surveys, right? A lot of, more women are doing more things than men, than men are. More women are actually like stepping up to do things and the men are. I feel like more women are progressing. And this is why we have the pandemic we have now mm. where some women are like, I want to have a kid, but I don't need a man there. Or I actually don't want a relationship. I feel like this is this is what's causing the breakdown. I, th- I think there's more to that as well, though. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, but yeah. I think there's more other external factors. Just, yeah. just in terms of racism and, and certain discrimination that black men face that's unique to us, yeah. that women don't necessarily have to encounter. It. Of course, women encounter their own unique things as mm-hmm. well. But I think those particular things kind of make the situation a bit more, you know what I'm saying, unique and, and, and nuanced and whatnot. But overall, yeah, I, I still think though that us ad- adopting, I should say, um, mm-hmm. a Western um, mentality and kind of not having our roles defined is what also puts strains, strain on our family. Yeah. I think back home, they, they, they were strict. They understood the roles. No one mm-hmm. came into a marriage or partnership um, not knowing what they're going to do. Everyone yeah. knew. Everyone was raised that particular way. And I think nowadays we kind of have a stigma on that. Oh, it's like a woman shouldn't be raised to do that. No, I, I personally think a woman should be raised to, to, to know what she's going to be to her husband. Mm. But I also think the man should be raised to know what he's going to be to his wife. And that, Iman, is a problem. Mm. Women are being raised for what they're going to be to their husbands. Men are not being raised for what it is that they're going to be the hu- to, to their wives. And that is why when you then have relationships, this is why we're in a gender war. Mm. Because again, it's, it's, it's constant, constant, constant conflict. Mm. A lot of men have not been raised. And if you speak to a lot of women who had men that in their, in, like who have um, brothers, siblings, mm. right? Yeah. You, the way that they're, they're cuddled, men are cuddled, it's ridiculous. Men are cuddled to not understand that this is, as a man, this is what your responsibility should be. This is how you should care for your family. This is yeah. how you show up and you stand yeah. up for your family. A mm. lot of men are not raised like that. But a lot of the time, again, I don't want to make this a, a, another thingy topic, but yeah. it's because a lot of the time, the men are not in the house. No, the, no, trust me. The, that obviously, the men are not in the house. Yeah, that is a problem, definitely. But also, even the, with the women who are there as well, mm-hmm. they're not raising. They're not raising them like that. And that's that's that's. No, no but how, how, how you can't rely on a woman to raise a man, though. 
You can't, but when you when life gives you lemons, you mm. make lemonade. Yeah, you try. So you you, you know you, you can you will make lemonade. Trust me, my brother is lemonade. Yes. I tell you that, but, but, and he came from a single parent household. These things are not things that is impossible to do. And the problem is yeah. that the problem is that this mindset of yeah, but women can't do women can't raise boys the way a man should be able to do. You don't have a man. So raise the man to the absolute best of your ability. Mm -hmm. But the problem, the issue is that, mm -hmm. that it's falling back on this excuse. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's an excuse. Mm. It is an excuse. Mm. Because it's a case of, oh, well, you know, you can't really raise a man to blah, 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 blah. You can. Mm. You can do the absolute best to make that man come out to be a sensible person in society. There are, I've spoken to men who are from single parent households mm -hmm. and they are amazing men. They, they have turned out better yeah. than men that have come out from a two parent household. Again, if you want to, if you want to teach somebody something, if you want to instill the right values in a man, mm -hmm. in a boy, mm. you will do that. The thing is, Esther, yeah, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, right? But I do think, yeah, that's only the anomalies, because mm. there's a reason why a man has to be in the household. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's not like he can be missing and then it's like, yeah, we could just do everything he was meant to be doing, mm -hmm. right? And so this is why I guess my gripe would be with the men who kind of leave their families. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, my gripe is definitely with the men that leave their families. <laughs> because, because, because what's the solution? Jamie, because even the women exactly. who are even the women who are instilling values in their boys, mm -hmm. they are essentially doing the man's job. But they're yeah. taking on an extra task. Exactly. Do you get me? So exactly. really the biggest issue, and this is what I always say, needs to be addressed, but somehow people in their little podcast don't address these things. They need to be you need to be addressing the the guy, the men who think it's okay to have children and just literally F off. It's a wild to me. I, I mean, obviously I don't wanna I don't want us to make this about that yet, but I would like to think um that's not the, that's definitely not the majority of us men, right? <laughs> It, Did it, you it check you to Google those stats? I mean, the stats, the stats are there, but remember, there's a lot of other factors that affect those things because people, a lot of the time, have relationships with people. Sorry, have kids with people they're not even in relationships with. Yeah. So just because the kid comes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, he's not just going to stay around. You know what I'm saying? There's so other things that go into this, right? But you don't have to stay around for a relationship. And this is the issue here. A mm -hmm. lot of men don't think that, they think that because you um, don't want, because you're not in a relationship, you can't be there for your child. No, of course you can. There guys, can. but there guys who genuinely. I was listening, to watching um, '90s Baby the other day, right? Mm. Pick up '90s Baby, and there was a dilemma, right? Mm. And the guy was basically this girl and guy had a had a kid. The guy is telling her, "Well, if you don't, if you're not gonna make me your boyfriend again, if we're not gonna be in a relationship, then I don't want to be. I'm not gonna be here for the child." This is how a lot of men think. So the the thing is that yes, yes, you're not, you're not that yes, the circumstances in which a child can come about. Can be skewed, can be messed, can be a toxic, can be, can be whatever it wants to be. Mm. But the the biggest fish here is that there is a child mm -hmm. that needs to be raised, and that is the problem. Is that people say, well, you know, she tricked me, and oh well, I wasn't ready for a baby, mm. and now baby's here, even though your penis was ready for sex. But okay, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> you 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 weren't ready for all these things, but the, that's not the point. The the point is that you people need to raise their raise their children, men and women, to when you when you're in a situation and mm -hmm. and life gives you something, you step up mm -hmm. and you handle it. Whether you were tricked, whether there was a hole in the condom, whatever the situation was, is mm -hmm. that there's a child yeah. who needs both parents there. 100%. And so what you do then is then show up. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be the ones who are like, Oh well, she makes it difficult for me, mm -hmm. blah blah, go to court, go to court. Yeah. Go to court, do whatever it is that you can. Like, even if yeah, it doesn't go in your favor. You can rest well at night saying, do you know what? I did every single thing in my power. And when your kids grow up and you and you can let them know this is this is what I did. Mm. I did everything in my power to to, to be there for you. Yeah. That's fine. But some of you are not doing anything. But, but you know what the thing is, Esther, yeah. And not, you're sleeping well with a fan of medium. 
not, not, not to cut you, yeah, but the reality is, yeah, a lot of the time, remember, the, the stats are the stats. Mm. The stats don't necessarily tell you the entire story. Like the reason behind you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I do think there are a lot of men out there who are providing financially um, for their children mm. who are not there mm. because they can't deal with that woman, right? Okay. And I think it's the same thing, vice versa. Yeah. The women will be like, listen, your child is here. I can't deal with you. But if you want to see the child, let me know. Yeah. It happens both ways. And right? then don't let them know. <laughs> no, but again, it's both ways though. It's both ways. Because we can't we can't necessarily we can't necessarily point the blame. At the end of the day, we just know there's a situation where the man is not necessarily in the house. And that's impacting our communities, right? And I'm mm. basically trying to say, right, why is this the case? I think personally, mm. it's because one of the biggest things is because we're in the West. That's what I think. I think mm. we we look at relationships, marriage, partnerships, children, how we rear them, all these type of things through the lens of the West. A lot of our things is idealistic. Well, what's the lens of the West, please? I think just in terms of, oh, um, I'm going to get married or have um, kids or do, the, do particular things just um, and, and be happy and, and, and love and, and all types of um, Cupid things are going to be flying around in, in the sky and all this, all, all this type of fantasy stuff. Right? Let me understand I, it. So happiness and love is fantasy stuff. No, no. What I'm trying to say is those things will be present, but mm. whenever sometimes you don't necessarily see that on a particular day. Mm. You think, wait a minute. You start doubting everything. And mm. then you say to yourself, hmm, maybe this isn't the thing I was thinking about. Because a lot of the time we see things through the lens of Disney films and, and Hollywood. Oh, don't bring up Disney argument. No, no, because people do. P people really do. Let me tell you what it is, yeah. Because, uh, uh, again, watch this, yeah. You're saying, oh, for example, you want to you get married for love, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because what, what else would I want to get married? This is wild to me. Why else would I want to get married? No, the, no, you're saying it's wow, but you have to look for, for, for thousands of years. People didn't necessarily get married for love. And that's them. That, that's, that gives me the ick. That sounds like bondage and slavery to me. Uh, what no, else would it, I possibly want to get married for? It depends. It could be you want to get married because of... Um, to uh, Okay, obviously this is not necessarily um, rel um, relative for right now. But back in the day, people got married because they wanted to end wars. People got married because they wanted to join communities. How was that ending wars? Because it's like, okay, cool. I'm not going to, um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, start war with your particular side because I'm married to your your daughter. No, you know but didn't saying? didn't those start wars? No. Did you watch Alicia Keys' um, video? What Alicia Keys' video? What, what is it? You don't know my name. What was, the, what was that song again? <laughs> what? She brought that white man back to the, the black community. There are wars that started off like... That that was her doing something. She's okay, done. forget Alicia. Let me be let me be real, right? <laughs> there are conflicts mm -hmm. that yeah. happens in families where there's opposing um um should um opposing tribes and oppose, yeah, opposing that, cultures. That's, so that's because how does have, that end? That's wars? because people have gone out and said, you know what? I want to find love in all types of places, regardless of um, creed, gender, regardless of whatever it may be. I'm just the feeling. I'm just going to be attra attracted to that. But back in the days, you could have a war and be like, look, let's come to a truce. Let's let's put something in place where it's mm -hmm. like, cool, because this exists, I'm no longer going to fight you and you're no longer going to fight me. Let's signify this union with me marrying your um, daughter. Okay, if we do a stats here on people mm. that live... Um, what Okay, what does living a, a good life look like to you? And like, what's a good life? With regards to what? Though? Okay, so, okay, in regards to relationships, right? Mm. Because for me, yeah, say, let's just say I was one of those people that did not want to marry for love. I was marrying, marrying for practical reasons. What is the quality of my life saying? Because mm. the people that I've seen that got married not for love, mm. psh, their quality of life is telling me to love right. Do, do, do you know the thing is, right? I, I personally, I think people should get married 
or not get married, whatever it may be. But mm. if you want to get married or get into a long-term relationship, yeah. for whatever reasons, both of you decide. I don't okay. think it has to be for love. I think it could be for business. I think it could be to have kids, whatever it is. But if you're, if you're doing it for, for um, reason X, right, mm. and X is not working, then that means you're both not going to be happy. You know what I'm saying? But if you, for example, is to want to get married for love and the guy wants to get married for love, then fantastic. Mm. But when that love, for example, is going through some hardships, which mm. it will inevitably be the case, right? Mm -hmm. I think today we've adopted a, a mentality of, you know what? I'm not going to stick at this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to look here, yeah. here, then everywhere else because, you know what? I deserve better. And a lot of the time, there's no proper understanding of commitment. White people, for example, if you look at divorce rates, people say it's like 50%. Mm. Why is it 50%? Why is it 50%? Because people don't understand what commitment is. Do you know what it is? Yeah? Back home, however, there's real commitment. You know what I'm saying? Do you know, I'll be honest with you, yeah. I like I don't agree with one point you made. <laughs> Not right, cool. one point. Because all I literally hear, mm. none of nothing that you are saying yeah. benefits women in any way. Going back, if we went back to the way traditional ways of mm. living wherever, whatever. Yeah. So many women were in bondage. I've had older women tell me, older women who are in marriages that you would see as commitment because they've been together X amount of years. Mm. They've told me not to rush into relationships. Of course. They've told me not to rush into marriages. Yeah. If marriage was that fulfilling, the marriage that they did our commitment mm. and they did our practicality, whatever, if it was that fulfilling, mm. do you not think that they would then pass that on to, the, on to younger people? They can't because again, the quality of life that they're living is poor. And when you come, when you come, and th when you come to think about it, it's not worth it. For mm. me, like, I can't imagine anything worse than not marrying somebody who I genuinely like. A lot of, I know we, we talk about divorce rates and stuff like that, yeah. But the, the thing with divorces, yeah, like, if, I'm sure if we look and look deep into relationships, into, into marriages that are broken up and that people got divorced, people don't typically, typically, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in some cases, it does, but typically, people do not just divorce at the first sign of a hurdle. Of course not. It would have happened, there would have been things going on over a prolonged period of time. Yeah. As a woman, as a woman, myself, mm -hmm. and knowing what it is that I've dealt with in the past, mm -hmm. and knowing other women and what it is that they've dealt with and are still dealing with, yeah. women are more committed to relationships than men are. I would tell, that I will die on the line on that hill for. Can I, women can are, I can wait, say one thing? No, wait a minute. Women yeah. are more committed to relationships than they are because women, again, women stick things out. Okay. Even when there's no benefit to them whatsoever, yeah. even in the cases where they're being abused, not just physically, emotionally, where you're seeing your man go out and cheat on you day after day after day and get other women pregnant, get multiple people pregnant and do all sorts of nonsense. Women are more committed than men are. They stay in this relationship that men are. None of these things, going back to a traditional way of, of relationships, going back to all these things, none of it benefits women. All these rules, all these traditions, all these cultures, all this conditioning, none of it benefits women. So it's difficult for me to sit here and say, do you know what? I see what you're saying. For me, I love the fact that women today have, have um, a choice. I love the fact that, you know what? If this is not, it's not serving me, I'm sorry, yeah? I know some people believe they have one life. I have two, because I'm going to be with Almighty in, in heaven afterwards, right? But while I'm on this earth, there is no reason for me to be in a loveless marriage. There is not one reason why I should wake up every day hating my life, why I should wake up every day and I do not have a friend in my partner. I should wake up every day, things happen to me and I cannot confide in you. I should wake up every day sacrificing so much for my family and you're just out there cheating and sleeping and doing up community dick for the people. Mm. There is not 
want incentive mm. to sticking out a, a loveless marriage, to sticking out dysfunction. There is not one incentive, not for the kids, not for anything. There's not one incentive. So I'm struggling to see, I'm struggling to understand your point. I'll be honest with you. All right, First, stop, stop, stop. Is that cooler? Stop, stop. Two things. Okay. You might want to take note of what I have on the screen so that it can be a topic of the day one day, please. Yeah. And also, there's a caller on the line. Oh. And we need to move on from this yeah, particular yeah, course, point. Yeah, we're about to. <laughs> we're about to. Morning. Uh, good morning, Come caller. On, caller. Hello. All right. We can't hear you, so sorry. You'll have to go back. After waiting all that time. Yeah. What, what I was going to say to you, yeah, is, um, and yeah, 100%, we're going to move on to what... Um, Izzy said, yeah. Mm. No, I didn't say to move on to this. No, 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 um, no sorry. The, posit- the more positive thing. That, uh, um, the point of basically today's topic of the day yeah. Yeah, is basically um, uh, you, you mentioned, again, when you're speaking to, when, you, when you're speaking to, for example, people. Today, Hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah morning. 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 Hello. Hi, guys. Morning. Hello, how are you? Oh, thank you. You know my name. Hi, <laughs> hi, guys. Hi, guys. Happy 200 episode. Thank you. And Thank happy you. Valentine's Day. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I think the 200 episode is more important than Valentine's Day, to be fair. But, um, no, definitely is. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, Esther, like, there's meant to be love in the room. Esther, oh, there is. love, love in my heart, baby girl. <laughs> no, Esther, I love you. I do. Because I feel like we... We, we see each other. In certain we do. Yeah. No, we, we do. We do. Leo, Nigerian, Yoruba, I love see it. However, I just think, um, just a quick, I, just, I don't want it to be a long-winded thing, but I mm. think we're not seeing each other's value. And I feel like okay. this is the cornerstone of what the issue is. And even what um, the comment that's been pinned, yeah. where um, we, like, there's, not a, like, there's not even a cornerstone commitment to actually like black love in the first place. I feel like mm. that's not even a thing. Well, I'm forget I'm not talking about back home because you just marry each other everyone's black whatever majority is black <laughs> but I'm saying here mm-hmm. here that's not even a thing so no one wouldn't would it's like here everyone's got the choice everyone can do what they like if I don't there's no there's no there's no values in what we see in each other and yeah. I think I think we're doing ourselves a disservice when like we equate certain things to just struggle and it's not mm. like we I feel like we don't hail up the positive enough mm. and yes I think um with marriage it's just not about love though I think yes love can love should be there but that also does not sustain a marriage mm-hmm. so I think people we also need to understand that the fun like fundamental like just because we're in love that's not going to sustain a whole long-term marriage there's functional things that we also need to work with in this day and age yeah. but I feel like we're not really again we're also not seeing like I said we don't really see the value in each other to be like okay what is what is this actual man bringing to me to make me better what is this woman actually bringing to me to make me make it better and I feel like we don't even the fact that we don't even see value in ourselves as black people is where the issue is becoming right now yeah, so can we I don't something? even see value in us as black people anymore yeah I when I say and I feel I... like this is where we're failing when I talk about love, yeah, I'm not saying that um, relationships and marriage will work just off love. I've never been... Love is not enough. Love is not enough to make anything work. There are other things and other, like... Yeah, other, like you said, other values that will come. But what I was responding to was in 
what we're talking about in terms of traditional um, relationships. And what I was going off was Iman saying about like, you know, happiness and, and love and all that fairy tale. For me, that is not fairy tale. That to me is as practical as anything else yeah. that you should like. Why, why would you not like your partner? Like, why would you, why would you not love your partner? I mean, remember, I'm not saying that, um, I was basically saying that when that is there, yeah. whenever that, it, like you encounter a day where you don't experience that or mm -hmm. feel that, mm -hmm. people start to now look elsewhere and say, you know what, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah. This and the third. Instead of understanding that all of these, um, marriage basically comes with bad times, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel as though in the West, we don't understand commitment. And I think like, like Chrissy is saying, right, mm. there's so many other things you can focus on. Mm. You can remind yourself about why you got married and certain things. And the commitment, to, to me anyway, gives you time, gives you time to then say, you know what, let me cool down. Let me focus on the positives. Mm. Why do we get married? Look at all the, um, the things we built, this, that, and the third, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And then build again. But then you know again, saying? but that is, the way you're saying it, mm -hmm. to me, it sounds yeah. as though you're saying... There's love missing for a day. We have an argument for a day, a disagreement for a day, and then now I'm thinking about divorce. This is what I'm saying to you. It doesn't work like that. No, it happens again, that time love, and time again, though. But the thing is, that love is what is what gets people wanting to work on things. Yeah. It's what gets people saying, okay, do you know what? We are not seeing eye to eye. We are not able to come to an understanding. Let's yeah. now source outside help. Yeah. Let's go to our pastor. Mm -hmm. Let's go to um, an elder in church. Let's go yeah. to family elder. Let's go to counseling. Let's go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Again, that love is what fuels that of, do you know what? For everything that we've ha we have, everything that we've built, I'm not just going to give up at the first hurdle. Mm -hmm. I don't see many di divorces happen mm -hmm. as a result of people giving up at the, f an, at the first not. at the first hurdle. Yeah. But I do agree with what Chrissy's saying in that. And this is why I think that there is that gender war that we're facing today where people don't, we don't see the value in each other. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But again, when I, obviously when I talk, I know that this doesn't, it's not every relationship. It's not all of that kind of stuff. But I do think majority there is just there is uh what's it called there's a there's just friction there's mm. just friction between the between the genders mm -hmm. and i think it, it comes to a lot of things because even this conversation where we're having this conversation and people are like oh it's all that disney fairy tale man mm. that's dumb to me that's very very dumb to me because again that is not that is that is you again once that is People putting the onus on, oh, you women have been sold dreams. What are men doing for to be sensible in relationships no, no, as well? No, Esther. It's, the, the thing, to make a relationship work here is two parties. I have seen more women want to work out their relationships than I've seen men want to work out relationships. And okay, that's a that, damn, that's okay, a motherfucking okay. fact. Okay, the, the thing is that, Esther, yeah. Again, I don't know who you've spoken to, right? Mm. But I'm assuming you may have spoken to more women than men. I speak to women. men as well. But cool. I, I would say, yeah, I've definitely spoken to more women than I've spoken to men. But I and, speak and, to men as well. And, and like we said before, yeah, the stats don't tell the entire story. Absolutely not. But most divorces are initiated by women. Yeah. So when you're... No, but you, you, can't, you can't say, oh, you know why, right? And I said, I wonder why. I wonder why. I know why, but I wonder why. <laughs> the reality is both of you made a commitment, right? Mm -hmm. And there's certain things that occur. Mm -hmm. Back home, all I'm saying to you is when you view life realistically, mm. right, you understand... Um, the environment you're in. Mm -hmm. And you're also getting assistance from those who have done it before, who are around you. Mm -hmm. These are certain things that we lack today here in the West. And mm -hmm. I'm saying to you, I think that factors in to why people give up in relationships before it even gets to the marriage mm -hmm. and in marriages to then move on to a divorce. That's what I'm basically saying. But that's what I was saying to you that, uh, what I was saying is that, yeah, mm. we don't live in the West, right? Mm. But the values from and the ideas of what relationships are from back home, mm -hmm. Has followed us here. So in, no, but it, no, but it's not working in the West, though. We're here. We're here in the West, and yeah. we've got the values from back home 
which is not the worst. Um, but but the thing, but the thing is, it's not working back two home. Minutes. Yeah. Okay, babes. Thank you. Mm. It's not working back home either. Again, because again, like you mm. said, yeah. the economy and whatever means now the dynamics are different. We will never get back that whole nuclear family where the man is the breadwinner, the woman is the housewife. You can't get that back. The economy does not allow for that. No, no. It's, it's not me saying, oh, let's go back to the exact how it is. I'm yeah. basically saying, let's go back to defined roles where people understand what it is we came together for. Because what I'm trying to say, this is how I related it to the whole Disney World thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's because I feel as though we don't necessarily know why we're getting together. People have different thresholds for different things. People mm -hmm. have different reasons for why they want marriages and this, that, and the third, yeah. right? And if there's an understanding like there was, I think, clearer back in the day, 100 years ago, in our communities, mm -hmm. we would have a much better success rate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, that's basically what I'm trying to say to you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not, we're not for whatever reason, we're not understanding each other. <laughs> but it's, it is what it is. Anyway, where's Chris? Sorry, Chris, is Chris is still there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening. But anyway, mm. yeah, I just, I just think, I, I, to me, at the, at the end of the day, love is an actual choice. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I don't believe this airy fairy, like, yep. um, oh, um, I couldn't help who I fell in love with and all that. But I don't believe in that. Sorry. Like, mm. love is an actual choice and the commitment you make. Yeah. Each and every day, yeah. like that whole fairy tale, that is a different fairy tale. I'm sorry to say, I don't. I feel like love is an actual decision. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's what that's what commands your steps. Yeah. Like you actually initially that commands your steps. So I feel like if people go in thinking, oh, I just fell in love. If you fell in love, then you could easily fall out. So that that doesn't make, that doesn't make no mm -hmm. sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to, you have to actually make the choice that yes, I'm loving this person, which leads yeah. to I'm actually committed to exactly. this person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then also you have to also think outside of yourself in terms of, I think again we're losing. It's like what pe when people to when two people go into it, mm. what is the actual intentions in terms of like for me the cornerstone for me is I'm also thinking of some may say that may I'm I guess I'm thinking of the bigger picture. So I want for me the bigger picture is generations to come. I want there to be black love. I want it to be black families. I want there to be a foundation of that. Mm. That's my initial going into a, a marriage. That's what mm. I want to start the foundation. Mm. So if I'm going into that, I need to find someone who is aligned in that. Mm. If you're not aligned in that, I feel like also we're going into relationships with people who are not even aligned with us. We don't even like them. Mm. That's why you see guys be like, oh, um, she didn't do this. She didn't do that. She don't like you. Let's start there. Let's start with actually liking each other first. Mm. We don't. We're not even entertaining people who are even aligned or like. We even like each other. This is the problem. Yeah. So I, I, I think we also. I think this needs to be a well thought out. But I feel like social media, a lot of things have just played a big part, especially here. But um, mm. anyway, yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, Chris. I think yeah. I think Chris Thanks, is definitely nailed on the head and the head at the end there, where you have to find people that you're equally yoked. This is why I always mm -hmm. say that. I I like my I love my culture, but I cannot be with a man, a traditional man, mm. um, because like I can't. I, I I for many reasons I just can't. But you have to find again. You have to be with people that make sense for you. Can I ask you one question quickly? Question. Um, when you say you don't want to be a traditional man, yeah, mm -hmm. do you find that there are loads of traditional men today, like our age group and that? Um, or do you feel like they're mainly back home though? They're definitely a lot back home, more back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are here as well. Okay, cool. But then I don't rate the ones here anyway. You're talking about traditional men with antiquated um, beliefs. Yeah. I what's do what's antiquated? That, what's that? Like old, old. old school. Yeah, yeah, that's not what I'm talking willing about. To yeah, yeah. Change, not willing to adjust. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's and what do I'm you find about. them, do you feel like there's a lot of them here though? They're, they're here. 
a lot <laughs> or is it just like kind of the minority no, kind of do you know what i'll be honest with you a lot of men social media shows me that there's a lot of them that think like that because again a lot of men want to say oh like i want my wife to do this i want my wife to do this but you're not you're not a man you're not a man mm. You want you want a lot of men that say you know a woman should do this a woman should do this and mm. women 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 you carry on about what women should be doing but you don't know the first thing about being a man mm. and unfortunately sadly that is a lot of traditional men a lot of men that have those traditional values you are not a real man that is the honest truth and so this is why something Chrissy said something at the end about oh yeah about social media mm. I feel like we think that social media influences more than we do. Because mm -hmm. the, the life people are living is not, it's not what they think is on social media. A lot of people are living different to how they show on social media. But again, that's the thing. Because if you, on social media, women say, blah, 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 I'm not going to do this or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. But a lot of them, when you find the kind of guys that they're with, they're not the kind of guys that they said online. Because again, the men in real life are more useless than they portray online. <laughs> but, All right, cool. Before, before we wrap up, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, yeah. Um, Despite all of this, despite <laughs> the back and forth that we've had here, yeah. both of us can only envision love with black people. Absolutely. Sorry, when you and say wrap up, you mean wrap up this topic? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or that we haven't started this flipping topic. You said it was <laughs> going to be good vibes. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's, it is it's good going vibes. there, it's going there, it's going there. Maybe right? that was good vibes. Exactly. Why are you interrupting the good vibes? That was best vibes, man. All right, so. Getting cooked in the comments. Don't get better than <laughs> My day don't get better than that. <laughs> what I was going to say to you is this, yeah. Despite all of these so-called negative things that we have yeah. about each other, why is it that we're still committed to each other? At least wanting to be committed to each other. What is what is so excellent about the black man and the black woman? What is well, do you know what? Because I love obviously I love black people. I'm black and, and I it, love and like, so, sorry to cut you. The reason why I'm yeah. saying that as well, obviously that was the main topic anyway, right? Yeah. But despite all of that, yeah, everyone in the comments is pretty much kind of um saying the same thing. Yeah. I still love the black man. I still love the black woman. But so you know what is we them? are there. You know what I'm saying? So let's... I'll be honest with you. This is what it is, yeah. Obviously, I'm black. So I love, like, I love my, my people, mm. right? Um, however, I would not just, for the sake of black love, end up with any kind of black man. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? So the black man, when I say that I... Like, the, the black man I know that I want to be with is one whose mindset and whose way of living and desires and whatever aligns with mine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So... For me, and I know that exists, those are the kind of guys that I date. Do you get what I mean? So that's why I want that. Because again, it's just, it just makes sense to me. Mm. This is why even like when I, all the way down to me, when a Nigerian man and, and a Yoruba man, because I'm, I'm very cultural. I love, love, love my culture. Mm. And I want to be able to relate on that cultural level. Do you mm. get what I mean? So yeah, it's what I know. It's what I know, actually. It's, that's it's, what what you, it's what you know, but it's also what you like. It's what because I know. It's what it's I like. like mm. It's what God has placed in my heart. It's me, really. <laughs> you see me, you see black men. But <laughs> why, why, do, why do you kind of see? Again, I'm, I'm assuming because obviously the people don't know. Why do you like black women? Don't move it to me. <laughs> you all need <laughs> to basically <laughs> balance, equalize what it is you guys have started. Yeah, of course, of course. Why do you Let, like listen, black women? To me, I think the first thing, yeah, for me personally, obviously, just the way I, I see see things, right? Mm -hmm. I think in just in, in terms of what I prioritize in life, number one would be God for me, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when I, when I see black women, I think there's no greater representation of God than the black woman. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's where it starts for me. Yeah. If, I, if I was to be an atheist and I didn't believe in God, right, mm -hmm. I would see black women and say, that's God. That's how I'd see it. Okay. Because 
without her, there is no, there is no me. There's no nothing. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Every good thing that comes from a human being, to me, comes from a black woman, right? Mm -hmm. And every, every good thing I have in me, I would want to give to a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mother, wife, daughters, all of that type of yeah. stuff. And I think that that bond, that desire for me, is is something that makes me think. You know what? There is no other option. That's the that's that's the main thing for me. Yeah. Just from just blatant observation, but just in terms of loving, being there for for black people, just in terms of like history, how black women have come out for black men, right? Mm -hmm. Even when we've we've done nonsenses, even when <laughs> the world has been against us, sister and the third, right? There's been nobody who's, who's done that. Again, I can't speak for other races and how white women come out for white men and, and maybe Chinese women come. I, I, I can't speak for them. I'm not them in it. And it's not really my, my um, concern in it. But for us, yeah, no, nobody's there like black women. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like, just like in relationships, like I was saying to you earlier about how, you know, having the, um, the Cupid and, and the fairy tales and, and whatnot, yeah. Mm. You have to remember those, those good times. And the good times is, for me, since the beginning of time, so today and what will be tomorrow, mm. black women will always be by our side. You can't forget those. <laughs> you can't forget that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think to me, that's, that's, that's one of the, the biggest things that I hold there personally. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And yeah, I, I think every black person, every black man anyway, when you look inside and mm. look around you, mm. you kind of see that what I'm saying is true, man. It's facts. Why would you want anything else? You like those facts, don't you, Esther? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing else out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nothing that will keep you to the very end of time anyway. Secure and happy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's, that's personally what I think. Someone asked in the chat if it is you looking for a second wife. <laughs> Not currently. <laughs> Last <laughs> <laughs> You're you so go annoying. Bite you in the I, I bet no one even said that. It's just you. <laughs> I knew it. These guys are terrorists, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will clip this up, Dammy M. Just make sure and um, retweet it, reshare it when it is I do. Thank you. But yes, um, I think I'm going to dedicate another day this week to more positivity. That'll be nice. It I depends. Just, Let just, me know what kind of positivity is it. Because it's just going to be positive. This one very positive. Mm. In the beginning, it wasn't. Because you know, it's, in the I beginning, like, it wasn't. No, I think some people don't have real conversations, and mm. oh, it's but, but you, draining to me, man. But you know what the thing is, though, yeah. I think because obviously our reality is what it is. Like to get onto the positive, sometimes you you've got to um, talk about the negative thing. Yeah, you know but then saying? people. Speak of the negative as if it is a positive. Like who? Oh, I, like who? Me? <laughs> what, what negative? Am I speaking like it's a positive? Anyway, what, let's not do it like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't have the capacity anymore. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. it's, inter it's interesting how, how it is that people view relationships. But again, obviously every, every individual, mm -hmm. this is what I find human beings very fascinating. Because mm. everyone's got their own experiences, everyone's got their 100%. own ideas, everyone's yeah. got their own, like... Thing yeah. that makes them think the way they do, and mm -hmm. it's just very interesting to me. But as I always say, all the best of parties involved. Um, mm. Don't take pressure for anyone else. Headache. At I all. don't at all. So um, y'all don't worry about me and my what well, my me and my husband will be doing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can say. Are you going to propose to your husband? I would rather eat rocks. You're going to see him today, though. Oh, that husband. <laughs> no, no, I would never. I can. I can never like. I could never propose to a man. Mm. I could never, like, never. I don't know what it is that inspires <laughs> such... Positivity? Equality? 
<laughs> feminism? <laughs> that is not what feminism is about, honey. That is not what feminism is about. But I don't know what could inspire anything for me to get on my knees to propose to a man. Robert Erocks. Mm. I'd bring him water to wash his hands for food before I propose <laughs> to a man. Ain't no way, but... Mm. Again, obviously, so I know some women do it yeah, and some women have their reasons own, for it? doing it, but yeah. it really is, a, like, I feel it's like with so much, in, with everything in life, mm. it's a each to your own. Like, if you don't have a problem with doing something, then go forth. Like, I can't be upset at you for doing that. Yeah. I could have my thoughts, but again, it's never for me to project my thoughts on that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I will say my thoughts in my head. Mm. In my group chat, I will say my thoughts. Mm. But again, if that works for you and you guys' situation and whatever you guys' story is, yeah. that works. But for me, my household, I don't propose to men. That's fine, man. I can move to them. That's as far as I go. I move to them. I place myself in the right area where you can catch me. But that is, <laughs> that is as far as I go. Someone asks, yeah. what do you love about black men? What I love about black men? Mm. Um... I just like black men, man. I just like what I like. I can't wait to get into it, but I just like what I like. Yeah. I just love black men. I love black men because um, I'm black. I'm a black woman. And yeah, I have my reasons for loving black men, but they don't really care in the comments. <laughs> they, don't really have their, <laughs> they don't really have their judgments about me. So I, I, don't, I don't care to, um, to share that. But, yeah. but at the end of the day, nobody doubts that you love black men. I don't, what what they, I don't care what they doubt. No, of course not. But I'm just saying, it's, okay. it, it, you know, obviously it's evident. That's probably what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because people are talking about, oh, you know, I love a Southgate and I love a spicy white and I'm going to leave my husband when he's sick and I'm going to do... Uh, I mean, there's exceptions whatever. to the rule. You know what I'm saying? So Southgate is obviously taken, so we know he's not going to tempt you. I would never be with a white man anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I could never be with a white man. I haven't even dated a white guy. I haven't even... A white guy has not moved to me and I've even said yes. Mm. Do white guys move to um, black women in the same way, though, as black men? Is it weird? Ooh, is it like... Actually, how do they move to... Guys in the comments. I mean, girls in the comments. No, but they're just... They're... I don't know. Because sometimes I don't know. I don't even know I'm getting moved to. Oh. I'm, I'm one of those girls. You have to be very direct with me. Okay. Otherwise, like, I don't assume someone's moving to me because you're being nice to me or anything like that. So if you're not direct, like, I want to take you out on a date, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But obviously, white guys, they're just, they're just white men. They just have their own culture. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're... The reason why I'm asking is because I, I was thinking, do they kind of put the the race thing in the mix of the conversation? Like, oh, you know. No, but those are the ones that have a fetish. So, yes, sometimes, yes. I think you have a fetish. I mm. know people might think I'm being dramatic, but my mind, you have if you're gonna If you're going to point out the fact that my skin is like chocolate or reminds you of Galaxy Chocolate or Maltesers, sir... You're not here for the right reasons. And those guys, they get a note and they get they get a, a look of like, you sick. Do you know what I mean? There's ones yeah. that just look at me and they think I'm food. And it's just like, okay, you got to go. Mm. But the ones that actually like want to take you out, they're, not, they're just nice to you and just mm. move to you that way. But I'm not interested. If I can't imagine myself lips in you, then I will not um, mm. be accepting this, this move that's happening. Cool. But well. It's interesting, man. Yay, black, black love. Black love all day, man. Always. Let's do the headlines. Let's get into it. All right. So the first headline. Political leaders, well, this is what um, charities are basically saying, yeah? That political leaders must take a clear stand and condemn violence against asylum seekers as they warned of a high risk that disorder 
that the sort of scene at the weekend could be repu- repeated across the country. So a number, uh, a number of organizations have signed an open letter following horrifying scenes outside the Merseyside Hotel um, where asylum seekers obviously were staying on Friday, which saw fireworks thrown at police and police vans attacked with hammers and satellite. The letter, coordinated by a coalition campaign together with refugees, criticized inflammatory language and policies that demonized people seeking refuge and warned of a high risk of more premeditated extremist attacks around the country following the violence outside the Suites Hotel in Knowsley. The letter had more than 100 signatories, including Liverpool City of Sanctuary, Care for Calais, Calais Cher Knowsley, and the Refugee Council. And the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman. I feel like we haven't spoken about her for a while, right? We haven't. <laughs> but but she wasn't even here. Yeah, but she, she's, she's working behind the scenes, man. And she's faced mm. repeated criticism for her rhetoric describing migrants across the English Channel. She prompted an outcry in November when she told MPs that the South Coast was facing an invasion of illegal migrants. On Tuesday, the charity said that people said people in the asylum system have already suffered terribly, fleeing war and persecution in places like Afghanistan, Sudan, Syria, and Iran. So describing Britain's asylum system, pardon me, as broken, basically just a minimum. And what they're saying is that the organizations um, have said that people are forced into a period of limbo as they wait for decisions on their claim to stay in the UK and end up in hotels, which they call a completely inappropriate form of accommodation. Sometimes, yeah, I'll be honest with you, sometimes when I hear these type of things, I feel like, what do these charities expect? You know what I'm saying? Literally. I, I get that, obviously, the conditions may not be the best, 100%. You know what I'm saying? But there's loads of people in this country who are citizens of this country, yeah, mm. who need accommodation, go into the temporary accommodation, yeah. and their conditions are not the best. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, obviously, just because it's bad here, let's just make it bad there, but I'm just saying, like, what do you kind of expect? This is still the resources of the country being given to people outside the country. But I guess if they can do better, they should do better. But the next headline is uh, basically about a coroner who was um, sacked for misconduct. So a senior coroner by the name of Chinere Inyama was um, dismissed after an investigation was carried out into claims he misled the chief coroner. The controversial coroner has been at the centre of several scandals since he was appointed in 2013, including in 2014 when he left a sensitive police document about the murder of a 14-year-old by the name of Alice Gross on a train. Um, Alice was abducted and was murdered by a builder by the name of Arnis Zalkans in Elin, and Mr. Nyama was appointed to investigate her death. Following the loss of the 30-page file, which happened a month after Alice's body was found in the canal, Mr. Nyama was removed from the investigation and inquest. As a result, he was issued with formal advice from the Judiciary Judicial Conduct Investigation Office. Alice's grieving family only found out about the blunder when details were revealed in the media. At the time, they, was, uh, said, they were said to be furious that they had not been told immediately. Inyama also faced criticism for reportedly holding numerous inquest hearings outside of office hours. An investigation found that he had bullied a member of staff and his behavior, along with texts and remarks to a different staff member, amounted to serious misconduct. Mr. Inyama was issued only with a reprimand and he kept his job, right, which reportedly had a salary of 120k. The, the Judicial Conduct Investigations uh, Office said that the Lord Chancellor, with the Lord Chief Justice Agreement, has removed the senior coroner, Mr. Chinere Inyama, from um, office for misconduct. By deliberately mis- minimizing their seriousness, he knowingly misled the chief coroner. This showed a serious lack of integrity and a profound, a profound lack of judgment, which was misconduct of a serious nature. And the last headline, this is, a, this is just America being America again, unfortunately. Boy. And um, 
Trigger warning here. A uh, gunman is on the run after shooting, after a mass shooting in a Michigan University. So police are searching for a gunman who opened fire at Michigan State University and injured at least five people, with some victims in life-threatening condition. Officers described him as a short black male in a cap, red shoes and a jean jacket, and said that the campus is locked down. Michigan State University police said in a tweet, there have been shots fired near Berkeley Hall on the East Lansing campus. Please secure in place um, immediately. Please secure in place um, immediately. Police are active on the scene. Police later said that there had been another reported shooting and that there were multiple reported injuries as well. Large numbers are likely to be locked down as about 50,000 people attend the East Lansing campus, which also hosts evening classes. A number of buildings have already been secured as police systematically search for the gunman. Um, U.S. Representative for Michigan, uh, Lisa McLean, tweeted, there are reports of an active shooting on campus at Michigan State University. If you are there, police's instructions are to run, hide, fight. I'm praying for all Spartans right now. And you fight, fight what? That's exactly what I was thinking. Fight the gunman? <laughs> stupid advice we were giving but people. Apparently, that's what the police instructions were, man. Firstly, to run or to hide, but then obviously in the situation where you have to fight, fight. Mm. But yeah, that's the end of the headlines. All right, let's get into Word on Road. Oh, thank you. All right, all right, all right. So the Super Bowl was on Sunday and JT um, basically said, Nicki Minaj needs to do the Super Bowl next. And she was getting cooked. You're getting cooked. Like there was no tomorrow. Getting cooked worse than me. It was absolutely crazy. Hate Serious. to see it. Yeah, man. Because basically, JT does this thing where she really supports Nicki Minaj. But it's almost like uh, blink twice if you need help to provide. Mm. Who's JT? I thought it was Justin Timberlake. No. Jatavia. The other yes. half of City Girls. You're saying that like I'm supposed to do <laughs> I know. Right. That's, that's why I just say Jatavia. All right, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, JT from um, the City Girls. Um, so Young Mime is the one that's with Diddy. JT is the one that's with Lil Uzi. So yeah, so she so she really supports Nikki and people do a whole thing. I don't know if she's actually friends with Cardi. Let me check quickly if they follow each other. But um, people do the whole thing about, you know, you have a Cardi on the Cardi side or you're on Nikki's side. And I guess they say that they do follow each other. Yeah, they're cool. But yeah, so anyway, she said Nikki Minaj should have it, should do a Super Bowl next. And then she's getting cooked and people are saying, you know, um Nikki, what's Nikki Minaj gonna do? And like people are really fat shaming as well, which is really horrible. Um, it's not nice to fat shame, but they're fat shaming Nikki as well and saying she'd be out of breath and blah, 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 blah. It was horrible, man. But then still on Super Bowl, um, people were also saying, someone, actually no, one person, tweeted how Usher mm. does not have the hits to do Super Bowl. How rude. That's unfair. Extremely. It's Usher. How, and like... How, sorry, sorry, I was going to say, how long is a typical like performance? 13 minutes. Mm. Usher's got hella hits to perform at the Super Bowl. Mm. And it'd be lit. They're basically saying how he hasn't got enough. Um, don't do that. You could have found better pictures. Oh, I didn't know what they looked like. So I'm just checking. So this is not them so looking So you have good? to check on the screen, the wide screen. That is them. All right, it's okay. But it's not them. It's them, but it's just like... Bad anyway, pictures. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm done today. Right. Right. I, I no longer have the capacity. Um, yeah, so... What was I talking about? Usher, yeah. So 30 minutes... Yeah, so one person tweeted how he doesn't have enough. Um, what was it? I think the person's the, what the words the person used was, he doesn't have enough like commercial songs, like enough like songs that would make the Super Bowl set fun. 
which is absolutely ridiculous. It's Usher. And Usher does get disrespected quite a bit. Like, obviously, I know people do the whole Chris Brown versus Usher on a versus. Usher will obviously take it home. As much as I love Chris Brown, it's just Usher's a legend. And even Chris Brown knows Usher's a legend. Do you get what I mean? But yeah, people are disrespecting Usher yet again. And then next, next, next is Black, Ch- Black China's mum. So Black China's mum, Tokyo Tony. Yes, that is her name. She basically did a whole thing over the weekend, crying on the camera, whatever, whatever, saying that um, the Illuminati has swooped, has taken Black China. And she no longer feels safe around Black China. And she cannot be around Black China unless she has somebody else with her. So she said, I cannot see my daughter on my own unless there's someone else with her. I don't know what it is that Black China has been doing. I don't know what the situation is. But from what we've seen on TV and from what Black China has said, Tokyo Tony is not exactly an exemplary mum. Put that there. Um... So I don't even know what Tokyo Tony means by any of that, but she basically came out and said that. And my last bit of news is about Stacey Solomon, who I absolutely, absolutely adore. Since she ever went on X Factor, and I watched her them many years ago when I was such a young girl, um, I absolutely like her. I just think she's just really good vibes. She also was on Loose Women when she said that she doesn't, she thinks the monarchy should be abolished. And I just love that. I said, yeah, preach, little white girl, preach on. So she basically had a baby, which is absolutely, which is just lovely. She had a baby and her daughter's name, which I think is just absolutely beautiful. It literally means beautiful. Her daughter's name is Belle. Mm. Belle. That is a lovely, I might name my daughter that actually. That is a lovely name. You can't be an ugly Belle. It's in your name. You have to be beautiful. But yeah, so congratulations to Stacey Solomon. I really, really like her. She's really, really good vibes. I remember like when she went on X Factor, her story really had me like captured and I've just I've just been feeling her ever since. But yeah, congratulations to her. That is all for me. Let's get into people's journal. You're so right. They look so much different now. They do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal. I give you the news from economics point of view, man. I sound like this because I'm not too happy with the first thing I'm gonna say to you guys. And that is that millions of households, unfortunately, are going to be facing an increase in the council tax from April. Oh, yeah, boy. I don't think anyone's really surprised, to be fair, because the council tax goes up every bloody year, it seems, anyway. Um, yeah. Basically, <laughs> research from um, CCN, which is County Councils Network, mm. suggests that three quarters of English councils uh, with social care duties are planning a 5% hike. So, yeah, so three, sorry, three quarters, 75% basically of the country. Right, it's oh, going yeah. to be getting five percent um, hike. So yeah, um, th- this basically means yeah, this is the maximum allowed within the local vote yeah, and would add a hundred pounds a year to bills for average band D properties yeah. So um, yeah, man, pretty much it's just going to be going up, man. But you see, the key thing that um, that this article says yeah mm. is that that's the maximum that's allowed without uh, a referendum type thing, right? Okay. Yeah. So we reached the maximum already. Well, it's every year, every year, the max you can increase, every um, borough can increase it is by 5%. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is um, they've opted for the maximum. Oh, yeah, you they didn't even do by 1%, oh, yeah. <laughs> they just opted for the maximum, all of these people, yeah. And yeah, boy, so boy. the average property, sorry, the average band D property, I think mine's a band D, anyway, is like an extra £100 a year um, to your bills. Okay. Which obviously is something, man, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, what's worse, though, is um, Croydon, however, are looking to increase their council tax by 15%. Yes. Can they do that, though? This is what I'm about to get into. So like I just said, yeah, 5% without a vote, yeah? Mm-hmm. 
But Croydon have appealed to the government and basically um, asked if they can basically um, go above that 5% threshold to 15%. Why? Because they're basically saying um, they're bankrupt. Yes. So Croydon, <laughs> Croydon Council has sought permission to um, impo impose that rise without a vote. Yeah. Um, because they've declared themselves bankrupt for the second time in three years in November. Yeah. And because of that, the government has basically said, yes, we're allowing you. Um, Thurrock and Slough councils, they've also done the same thing. They've requested to increase their, their um, council tax by 10%. So, yeah, man, apparently these people are bankrupt. I don't know how. With all the money they're getting, and it just seems like everything just remains the same. Obviously, I'm not from Croydon, so I can't speak for those in Croydon, but um, I'm pretty sure that everyone in Croydon will be upset by this. 15% is ridiculous. That's mad. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, also, remember Lilt? Yeah. That used to be one of the most popular drinks at uh, um, African parties. You know? I just saw a, I just saw an ad on it on Instagram. Oh, what, what did it say? I don't know. I didn't read it. I just saw Lilt and I thought, like, oh. Oh, well, they're, scrap it. they're scrapping it. Oh, really? <laughs> they're oh, scrapping that's sad. It, yeah. Well, to some degree. So they're scrapping it right, in terms of calling it Lilt. It's going to be rebranded. And guess what? It's going to be rebranded. In fact, I don't know why it's a guess. Because it could be anything, right? But basically, it's going to be called Fanta Pineapple Grapefruit. <laughs> no. It's not going to be called Fanta. It's going to no? be called Pineapple and Grapefruit. What did I just say? It's going to be under Fanta. But you said Fanta, Pineapple and Grapefruit. Yes, yeah, well, it's going to be Fanta though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pineapple, yeah, okay, thank you. Pineapple yeah. and Grapefruit? Yeah, but it's going to be Fanta. So you know you've got Fanta Twist? Pineapple and Grapefruit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Pineapple and Grapefruit anyway. Though. It's Pineapple and Grapefruit anyway. Yes. Oh, but it's just not going to be Fanta? It's, it's just Fanta, yeah. So that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's Pineapple and Grapefruit anyway. Yeah, but then it's, so it's just, it's not Lilt anymore, it's just Fanta now? Basically, yeah. They're very dramatic. They basically sold their rights to Fanta. <laughs> I guess so. But it's owned by Coke. I was like was it even under Coca-Cola company? I'm not too sure, you know, if Lilt was. Um, it might have been. I think they own everything, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Coke owns everything. But yeah, long story short, it's, it's um, going to be changed to, yeah, Fanta. Fanta and enough. Grapefruit. I would have thought Fanta had really had that flavor. They've been wilding with their flavors. Mm. They do a lot. But then if Ben's right like, and, they, and they own it, then there will be no need to have a Fanta in it. Till now, innit? If that makes sense. Mm. If you don't want the lilt anymore. But yeah. Everyone's been dramatic, man. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about uh, takes us to the continent, man. Nigeria. And that is because of the shortage of Naira that we've been um, hearing oh, yeah. about. Yeah. So apparently people have been taken, um, have taken to sleeping outside banks. They're literally queuing up like this is it's bloody mad. PlayStation 6 or something. And they're all chilling out there, basically trying to be the first in line to get these um, new Naira notes from the cash machine. Remember before they were talking about no, um, no longer allowing them to use the old notes. Mm. Obviously, we reported that um, they stopped that in that deadline, yeah. which would have been crazy. Imagine people still haven't got the new notes, but you want everyone to stop using the old notes. Doesn't make no sense. But anyway, this is what the situation is um, now. Um, apparently, uh, there's a, a lack of this, these newly designed Naira notes which has obviously led to a cash uh, shortage and everyone's anxious about the situation. And basically in Nigeria, you know where 40% of the people have no bank accounts. 40% don't have a bank account. So everyone's relying on cash. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, it's just causing a lot of people to, to really um, kind of wild out and stuff like that. Isn't it? So hopefully they can rectify that situation soon. But all of this just makes me um, feel some type of way about the elections, man, that's coming up. This is in less than two weeks. It's some. It's they're doing it on purpose. It's all part of their but, um, strategy, as far as I'm concerned. But but whose strategy though? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because it's I feel like I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the current the government gov government. Mm. This will make people not vote for the current government that's in place, that's in that current party. 
wherever Buhari um, party yeah. is, mm -hmm. if you guys cannot handle the economy and this is what's happening, mm. that deters them from um, uh, um, mm. from voting for that current, mm. that same party again today. But it would be the government that's in there that's implementing all this stuff, don't it? Yeah, it would. But the thing is, it's a representation. So mm. it's like, imagine that happened here. Mm -hmm. There's an election coming up. People are not going to have incentives to vote conservatives because we're currently living in a... Um, in a situation, in, in chaos that the conservatives have caused. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So that in itself puts people away from that party because you always have people of, of reps of that party um, mm. in in the running, right? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but I'm, I'm basically saying that um, the ones who would have like you know issued these new banknotes would have been the present government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why would they issue these banknotes and have problems with these new banknotes and then make the people not want to vote for them? No, but that's the thing that I don't. But the way Nigeria is set up, maybe it's another candidate that's okay, out, cool, out. I get you. maybe so it's another candidate like, that's like sabotaging it, and okay, like got, yeah. you got right friends in the right places. You pay mm. them enough money to cause inconvenience because it's it's proper mad the way. Because even that girl we're talking about on the TikTok the other day, the one that was um that pregnancy one that we're talking about, mm. I was watching her TikToks again. And she was talking about how like, it was her husband's birthday. She could not access money for a week. And she said she had she had two bank accounts, two different banks, and she could not access money for literally, and that was crazy. a week ago. It's crazy. And, I've, I've, and I, even that day, I woke up, the day all was going off, people's money were disappearing. As in, like, people's bank accounts was being emptied of money. What do you mean? As in, like, you say, you, for example, you had 100,000 naira in your account. You go into your account and there's nothing there. Why, though? I don't know. The people were trying to get, get to it. I remember it was um, Zenith Bank. It was, all the people, it was people that ha were banking on the Zenith that um, they couldn't find their money. Maybe, their money was disappearing. Maybe, maybe, there must have been maybe some software breach or something. Because you can't just... I understand the paper notes going. Yeah, <laughs> but, but people's money, money in the bank was going. I was reading the tweets live. It was wow, mad. Wow. I'm not even sure if this is just a Nigeria-specific thing. Mm. Um, there's a video that's making its wrongs on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. um, that as these guys are around the table, obviously these white guys are around the table talking about what's coming within mm. the, in the banking uh, industry. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how um, there's going to be a point where you're going to go to your account and you're going to see that the bank has used your money for other purposes. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, um, I'll, I'll, um, I'll put the video in the community so you can, you can see and listen to what is. Um, um, can you imagine? Mm. When I get nando's, they're saying no. Unfortunately, we had to use your money because um, we had to pay your debtors or something like that. But That's you mad. had people in America. Uh, there was a video where there was a guy basically <clears throat> screaming, saying, like, my money is, is gone, it's missing. And obviously the bank tellers and whatnot are saying that they, they don't know, like, how to handle this and, and whatnot. And to get it back. Some people in the line, all of them have the same um, gripe. So I don't think it's just a, a Nigeria-specific. Obviously, it might hit it harder because I guess you guys have, like, current... Um, mm. Well, not current, but um, precedence in that, in that regard, yeah. the madness <laughs> with the money. But I think it's going to be all over the gaff, mm. all Western um, states, uh, countries, and whatnot. I think there's a whole shakeup coming. That's going to really, really cause pandemonium. Gotta get back to the, the long, long time ago days when you had the money under your bed. <laughs> it's safe. It's crazy, man. All right, and the last thing I want to talk about is basically uh, Equatorial Guinea's Vice President, Teodoro Obiang. Basically, his super yacht and two palatial homes have been seized by South Africa. 
So a court has ordered the seizures of his um, of his um, assets after a local businessman by the name of Daniel Jans Van Renberg sounds like a, a white South African, but I could be wrong, of course. Won a lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> against Obiang in it um, for unlawful arrest and torture. Right. So he um, demanded compensation of about two point two million dollars, and because of that, they basically taken his stuff in it. He says mm. that he was unlawfully detained in um, Equatorial Guinea for about 500 days after the business still went wrong. And yeah, man, <laughs> um, all the assets that, um, there's not all of them in it, but um, his yacht and his homes were seized in South Africa. So I guess they're going to be looking into that and seeing what they can do to get it back, man. But it, it kind of, it, sh- it shocked me that South Africa would make a move against a vice president of another African nation. Not just because it's, it's, yeah. it's Africa, but because of what that means, you know what I'm saying? The ramifications of that, going out against somebody who's that powerful in another African state. Mm. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens in it. And that's pretty much it for the People's Journal. Lovely, thank you very much. Let's get into asking for a friend. Uh, just put the link in the chat window if you, anybody wants to click it and save it for, for later. It's a bit of a, a watch, but it's... it's yeah, don't watch really, it now while we're on it. Yeah, it's really eye-opening, to be honest. Okay. And I guess they, they're kind of speaking of crypto. Um, as well as in people moving towards that particular um, banking method because mm. of what's about to come. But these brazen mother and white men in that room, it's just, brother, you just want to just jump in there, let's flaky call of them. Mm. The way they're talking, saying that they're only going to let a certain amount of people know. And obviously, you don't know the type of people that they're going to let know. And everybody else, they just suffer. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> Right, asking for a friend. I see my name in there. I don't know why I'm, why I'm in it, but let's find out. Hi, everyone. So I have a friend of mine who sent in a dilemma the other day asking for advice on how to navigate a very sticky situation regarding a certain previously banned from the UK singer and a day that the globe deems special enough to test humanity's relationships. <laughs> I'm here to say that the friend was going to listen to Esther and Margs as they seemed so certain what it was. Is this the dilemma about the Chris Brown? It is. I hope for your sake. You, know, you might be going back <laughs> to traditional relationships. You don't even know. All right. I'm here to say that the friend was going to listen to... You know, when she said banned UK... I thought Burner Boy, you know. Oh, is it? I thought you might have a dilemma about Burner Boy. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm here to say that the friend was going to listen to Esther and Margs as they seemed so certain what it was. Then Brent and the caller gave her doubts. Just enough doubt to wait the weekend. It was very difficult as for the entire weekend, my friend was stroppy with her man. Her man tried everything possible to lift her spirits, but obviously he couldn't because of what he didn't know. So on Sunday evening, he tried what he believed was his last resort and walked into the living room and told her that he had managed to secure her ticket to a particular concert on a particular day and that he couldn't sit on it any longer for fear that her spirits would be too low, too too low, and he'd be too irritated with her to want to go with her. Fuck mm. him then. What do you mean? How dare you? What? How can you tell me you're too irritated to go with me when you put me in this irritating spirit? He didn't do anything. Continue. Her mind was blown. <laughs> Bitch, mine is too. However, my friend, in response, focused on the lie told to her about him working late and wanting to celebrate the day the day after. <laughs> because on our 200th episode his response was that he wanted it to be a surprise 
and that he was very much looking forward to the proper date night the next day as he knows how much she loves a visiting artist. Chris Brown, say his name. I think you know who my friend is. However, I want to know why my friend decided to focus on the lie and why she has a man she doesn't deserve. First of all, you're a witch. You are a witch, friend. That's written in. You can't... First, Do you know what I hate? You know one thing I hate here? I hate when people look at something that other people have and then say that they don't deserve it. Okay. It's greed. It's um, lack of contentment. Don't do that. This is actually the girl. It sounds like it's the girl. Yeah, it does, but... Just okay. in case it's a friend, I have to cover all bases. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, personally, you go, you're going to see Chris Brown, in it? Have fun. Wait a minute. That's not fair. What's not Wait. fair? <laughs> <laughs> What's not fair? Wait, you two, I need to go to the first. What? <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> What's not fair? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know why you're laughing. What's not fair? Wait. Just, just remember, right? After this particular, like, furnace of a tumultuous session yes you are going to be very happy because you're going to see your husband right absolutely so understand he's a complete write-off as soon as you walk out of this room well me a hundred percent we went to the headlines i was done with it <laughs> <laughs> but she's basically saying she <laughs> she messed up right not trusting her husband yeah bear in mind she did actually say that she didn't listen to you and mags's advice because yeah. of what the caller said gave her doubt. Right? You and um, I guess um, Fernand. Fernand called in yeah. and he basically said, "Well, I've kind of done this." Yeah. And him. So and that was good. Mark so she didn't listen to me and Mugs. That I was hear good. That. Yeah. But she's now calling in to say, "Crap! I, I one, I was stroppy with him for the weekend." Yeah. And uh, maybe it's justified, right? I yeah, guess. it's just it's definitely justified. But okay. Cool. And once it is that he actually told her, "Hey, these are the tickets mm, that she I focused got on that." Yeah. She just focused on. Why do you flipping lie? And do you know why that is, Brent? Why? Because of what I said when we dealt with this dilemma. She's not a Chris Brown fan. That's what I told you guys, that the biggest fish in this was never about Chris Brown. It was never about Chris Brown. It was the fact that she didn't trust her man. That was what the biggest thing was about. I feel like you're going to see Chris Brown, right? Be happy about that. He's told you that it's actually come out now that he's being, like, he was honest. Wait, wait. Uh, he's just jogged out to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he jogged out to the toilet. That's good. I'm glad he's I'm glad he's fit in that regard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, you, um, you're not a real Chris Brown fan, but you get to go Chris Brown. Enjoy. He's then come out and told you that you're going to Chris Brown. The tickets that you saw that created doubt in your mind were yours. And the 15th is actually when you're going to be celebrating part two of Valentine's Day. I honestly don't, I don't see the problem is. I don't, I don't get her problem. She's saying that she is now um, taking accountability mm. and recognizing how much of a king this man is. Then apologize to him and then make it up to him in other ways. I find something to do, make up and to him. And she said... Pick the bill on the she 15th. She said, why, why do I have this man I don't deserve? Mm. Mm. I don't know. You have to take that, that one up to up, up God. I don't know what you want me to do about that. <laughs> you guys are so I certain. didn't get it. You and Mark were so certain. See, but, but Brent, the thing is, yeah, no, but it's not it's not a case of imagine because so I was dealing with No, wait a minute. No, I, said, see what, I was in it, go I, I hope it does. I was going off the information that was no, I said, that's given where to me. I'm trying to help you. Suppose he listened to you. Yeah, know, I don't need anyone to help me. Okay. Then. Well, what suppose he what? Listen to TDA. <laughs> was it quick response? And then, he, and then what? And then he basically said, Ooh, crap. I've got caught out. Yeah. Let me go on. Change my plans with my, my Brent, side chick. Brent, I'll be honest with you. I don't care. 
Right, I don't. I, I don't give two shits. I really don't care. Well, this is this is a good story, though, right? This is a good thing. No, good this outcome. Is, this is a very good outcome. But that's my thing. The thing is, I never said for definite he was cheating. Me and Mark don't say for definite we were cheating. We are letting you understand all things. For me, again, I told you guys, like I'm not. You can't surprise me with a concert because if she hadn't pulled a strap over the weekend or whatever, when was it gonna let her know about the concert? I told you guys what the day of a concert looks like. When at what point was it gonna let her know about the concert and let her know that this was happening? For me, I feel like you can you can surprise your partner without creating without planting seeds of doubt or or seeds of of distrust in there. This is my thing. But the thing is, it's worked out in her favor. So your man is not cheating. You're going to Chris Brown. The ticket that you saw were, was for you and him to go to Chris Brown. The fifteenth is actually a real thing. If you feel bad, that's fair enough. But make it up to him. That's what people do in relationships. But I suppose you don't love a traditional relationship. Your your ancestors weren't trying to make up to their men. They weren't doing that. They were just washing extra plates to make up to them. I don't know. Wash extra plates. I don't know. I don't know what you want for me. You're going to Chris Brown. Your man is not cheating. Have a great time at the concert. If I see you there, make sure you say hello to me. I'll be in a great mood. I'm in a better mood than I am right now. And then apologize to him. But he doesn't even know that he doesn't even know why it was that she was um that she was it's not as if he knows that she was angry with him. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. He just knows she was in a mood. So you can explain the situation to him. I'm like, you know what, I'll be honest with you. I saw the tickets and I just wonder what it was you were doing and why you came up with all these excuses and blah, 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 blah. And then when you go out on the 15th, pick up the bill, pay for the bill, like pay the bill. And I hope you got, got him a present for Valentine's Day, but I don't know what you I don't know. Am I missing something here? Am I missing a bigger picture here? Uh, I don't know. I, I... I like to observe people in it, right? Yeah, to what? I'm normally an, an observer, right? Okay. And because I'm not like, you know, in relationships and stuff, like mm. I don't really get drawn into things um, that Emmanuel might get drawn into. Yeah. If it is you see a particular thing because he might attribute that to something close to him, right? I, I'm <laughs> 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 this, this is an example because you're here. Nobody else is here that's in a relationship in it. So... Like, from my perspective, yeah. I'm not sure. If I was dating you and this mm. particular thing happened, yeah. and there was an opportunity for you to be like, oh, I'll put my hands up and be like, yeah. babes, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, w- I would expect, maybe foolish, foolish me may expect, yeah. the woman to basically be more gentle in her response as opposed to... <laughs> I said what I said. You you let me hear. But did I tell you her? Let to, me hear. I didn't tell her to say I said what I said. I no, told her to make up to him. How how you're responding? It's as though yeah, I was wrong, but I I was right. But what did my <laughs> <For being laughs> right. okay? But what did my words say? A lot. No, what did my words say? It wasn't gentle. And is he my man? No, but you remember you gave her advice. Yeah. And you, I know you said that you never told her that you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to clip it up to basically. No, you can clip whatever no, you want to clip up. I, I'm no, not going no, to do, do that. Please I'm do. I'm not going to do that. But now we have good news, mm-hmm. and the guy, the king, the black king, yeah, he actually planned a romantic surprise. Now, bear in mind, he didn't expect her to read the email, and obviously, mm-hmm. this is what the problem is in the first place because she yeah. saw something before time, right? Yeah, she was snooping. And I hear that. We didn't focus on that though. Okay. At the time, we focused on the thing that, you know, we were so sure that we should be mm-hmm. focusing on. I definitely did mention as well that you, this is why you should not go to search for things. You should yeah. not go snooping. I definitely did mention that as well, by the way. Yeah. But, but I, just like how Emmanuel, when it is he just focused on saying the black woman is the best thing on earth. Mm-hmm. You see how different it came across? Instead of him mm-hmm. focusing on all the stuff that you guys were talking about when you went back and forth. Yeah. It makes a difference. Okay. So when, when we get a response 
from this particular person. It was very yeah. long-winded. Flipping hell. And if anybody didn't see or watch the in initial episode, yeah. they wouldn't know what the hell that was about. Right? Okay, yeah, fair 100%. enough. So people, when they give updates, well, I like the creativity of it. I like the creativity I of it. I like the creativity But of I didn't it. even know who you were talking about for the first half of the dilemma. <laughs> so you might want to be more direct next time. But I think, I think it's, it's good to now say, all right, cool. I didn't see that coming. But praise be to that black man, that black king. Because he's okay. even still saying, that flipping Valentine's Day is not even for me. Because I know how much you love Chris Brown. Mm. That's not even for me. So let me plan a day after where it's just us. Okay. I think that's so beautiful, man. So essentially, what I'm hearing is that um, you just want, you want me to praise a black man. <laughs> you said that. Now I'm asking you. No, no don't. Because apparently, because when I was say, asked earlier, I didn't say anything. Show, I guess show appreciation this is... on this particular sacred day. Oh, okay. Because you're going to appreciate Chris Brown afterwards, and he's done a lot more than this guy has done. Okay. It's wicked. Just that. Okay. But you enough. managed to forgive him and still yeah. be like, oh, Chris, husband. Okay. This this guy sounds melanated, like really melanated, not like yeah. us. Do you understand? Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I said what I said. Because you know, no, it's it's not a case of I said what I said because I even told sis to pick up the bill tomorrow on the fifteenth. I've given her a solution. I said apologize to him and blah blah. I don't understand why I have to be gentle with someone else's man. This has nothing to do with me. This is not my dilemma. But I didn't you, write this in. But you're advising her to be super gentle, isn't it? That's what I said. I said apologize to him mm. and then enjoy the Chris Brown. I said, you might even want to tell him, do you know what, this is why I was moody and all stroppy all weekend. And then tomorrow, when you guys go out, be the one to pick up the bill. And I said, I, I even said, I hope you got him a present. I even said that. <laughs> so I'm struggling to understand what it is that you want from me. Because someone in the comments as well said, take accountability. How can I take accountability for someone <laughs> else's situation? I'm, I'm not the one in a relationship. No, it's, I think it's, they're talking about what you advised her yeah. to do. Because... She wrote in, and we looked at different scenarios. And I gave the... Put your head up. Put your head up. <laughs> I, gave, I gave the advice I gave. I cannot take accountability if you write something into the show and I give you advice from what it is that is my perspective. What am I taking accountability for? We're moving as if I showed up at this girl's house and I said, go on now. Now. No, go on is. now. Like, what am I taking accountability for? It sounded like, because I wasn't there that day, I was just listening in like everybody else. It sounded like you and Marcus were basically saying, this nigga's up to something. And it can't be a surprise because this will be the dumbest surprise ever. And everyone yeah. who said it was a surprise, you, it sounded like, again, because I don't remember the words um, verbatim, right? mm -hmm. that everyone is stupid for thinking this is a surprise. It's not a surprise. Mm. He's doing something. Th that's what it sounded yeah. like. And now we've seen the guy was just a beautiful, wholesome guy. Awesome. Who who just wanted to surprise his woman for two days, you know, in a row. Two days. Valentine's plus extra. <sighs> not everybody gets it. <laughs> you definitely mean you're not marrying for love. You won't get that. You get a baby. <laughs> now you have to worry about the personification of love. Anyway, right. So he 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 done all of this. Okay. And all all, all that happened was she gave him hell. And then mm -hmm. afterwards, she's focused on the fact that he lied. Mm. which is what you kind of have to do to cover up a surprise. Mm. What's going on there? We were just talking about black love and this. That, like, that, that is just not conducive for anything positive. She should go to him humbly and basically just be like, look, this is the case, da 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 da, -da. Mm. Kind of do what you, you said and just, yeah, man. My point about this being a very stupid surprise mm -hmm. still stands. 
Okay. Do you know I tell you why I said she'd be surprised? Why? Because if you're in a relationship and you got um you got Valentine's Day plans, telling your partner that you're working late on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. and you're gonna do something else on the fifteenth alludes to all types of things. This is why this is and I remember on that day, I hope you clip this up to you, is that <laughs> I said that I'm here for you doing plans. I'm here for, I'm here for surprises, mm-hmm. but not surprises that knock me down in the process of you doing a surprise, right? Yeah. And when I say knock you down, I don't mean that physically. I just mean that <laughs> yeah. I mean that in a sense where like he made her think, oh, we can't spend Valentine's Day together mm. and I'm not seeing Chris Brown. Sis was sad when she wrote, in, when she wrote the dilemma. Mm. You made her think that we're doing something on the 15th. This surprise could have gone a lot better when he said, you know what? On the 14th, I've got a surprise for you. We're doing something totally different than we've ever, ever done. Get ready and just be ready. Do you get what I mean? That would have also been a surprise. Going to see Chris Brown is a surprise anyway, especially when you haven't gotten when you haven't gotten tickets yourself. Do you get what I mean? So my point still stands. I don't know how Marx feels, but my point still stands that this what he went about the surprise in a very stupid way. So there's nothing for me. But again, the thing is, this is what I'm saying here. Yeah? Mm. When I say things, this is how this is for me. This is yeah. what works for me. Mm-hmm. For me, no partner of mine is gonna run a surprise like this because he will know I, I don't like stuff like that. I'm mm. not into that kind of surprise. Mm. If you can surprise me in many other ways, but surprising me by telling me we're going to do something on the 15th, you're not going to spend Valentine's Day with me, and I don't have um, Chris Brown tickets, but I went into an email and I saw Chris Brown tickets, anybody's mind is going to wonder. Yeah. So, this but- is for, so me and my household, <laughs> I don't like surprises like that. However, mm-hmm. it turns out this is, this is the situation now. Yeah. And I, that's why I said that, do you know what, don't focus on what didn't, on, like, what didn't happen. Yeah. The, the fact is that you're going to Chris Brown. The fact is also that this man has something planned on the 15th. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that he was not up to anything shady. He might have gone around about the surprise in the wrong way. And this is why I said, put your hands up and let him know, do you know what? This is the reason why I was moving the way I was moving over the weekend mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And, and I said as well, on the 15th, I mean, I hope you have a present, but on the 15th as well, pick up the bill. Like, do you know what I mean? Treat him, make, make it up to him in whatever way you can. I don't understand what else it is I could have done. I worked with the information that was given to me mm. and working with the information that was given to me, I have nothing to take accountability for because this is not my relationship. I was always going to see Chris Brown, so this was literally made no difference to my life. But also, I cannot take accountability for someone writing in and me giving them my perspective mm-hmm. and my advice on what the situation looks like to me. I cannot take accountability. I'm happy that your man is not cheating, mm. but I don't go around... I don't, I, don't. I, I don't go around with torches trying to bring down cheating men anyway. I don't, I don't give two shits what people's men is doing. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So I can't take accountability, unfortunately. I know you guys are sad that I'm not praising black men today, but... I've, again, obviously, I don't want to repeat Easter. myself. I don't, don't want to repeat know. myself, obviously. It just, it just sounds like, obviously, like she was in a, a messed up situation <laughs> based on what you and Mars was basically mm. saying in it. And obviously, the situation is really that she's in a great situation yeah. and that she really, from this point really onwards... Black, isn't it? Is it black? What? Black? Is it blank? On... My mind's not. No. Oh, okay. Um, and, and the reality is she's in a great situation. And I think also, just because you've seen the, the, the thing in, in your man's emails, next time, please, just give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I think in, in relationships, that's what you've got to do anyway. It may sound silly, but sometimes you've got to be willing to make yourself be a fool, at least yeah. the first time. You know what I'm saying? And if you mm-hmm. did that now, and, and mind your business, then right now you'd be happy. But also, again, I know it sounds like it would have been a stupid surprise, but to me... Some people just focus on the surprise and making it a real surprise. Mm. And so you look at the differential, which is that on this particular day, we were not going to go out at all. I was going to see the following day, but really we're going to see Chris Brown, maybe your favorite artist. 
plus the next day we're going to do our own separate intimate, in, um, intimate thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Be humble, lady. Don't focus on the, on the negative that he lied to you. You're just being silly if, if that's what you're going to do. Like, focus on, on the positive that he's a good man. Went out of his way to be in the queue like Esther was to find tickets for you, right? And then also surprise you with it. And the next day take you out. Be humble, man. Many black women out there, many women, period, are looking for men like yours. Please and, be careful. And I wouldn't put it past <laughs> the man to have listened to the back and forth. If, especially if it is that he came from a particular region in a particular continent. Let's be, let's, let's, be <laughs> let's be positive. Let's be positive. Let's be positive. He didn't change anything. This is, this is like the court cases. No, the evidence suggests so the man is innocent. You know how people get onto us sometimes, right? How we just let the, the wayward men um, run the narrative and the, the women are just, um, just washed over with the overwhelming crap that come out of your mouth and, and Mags's mouth, right? I like that this has happened today. So that people can see there's a balance here. <laughs> <laughs> there's a balance. We have very, very, very competent female voices in this room. 100%. 100%. I still yeah. think I'm on Esther's side though. I'm, I'm always going to be a simp. Esther's side. <laughs> she gave the right information. Because I would have given the information too. I would have given the advice too. I was just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> and you won. <laughs> I love that for nine calling and back me up. I'm like, right, cool. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Sorry. Let's go to the next headlines. Sorry. I love you, Esther. Brent, go to the next headlines. Please be the next headlines. <laughs> But you messed up. I was going to link it back to Esther. Because Esther, you know TB Joshua, right? Yep. That terror. Let me not judge. Let me not judge. Let me not judge. Let me not judge, right? But basically, guys, remember that story with the white woman who's been, who's on a run with with this black guy and their baby? Remember? Remember? About two weeks ago, we spoke about it. Yeah, basically, she's missing. But basically, um, the last um, large last CCTV footage of her was basically seen um, with her doing some certain things. Anyway, basically, she like basically she, she's about yeah. She's not dead. Like they don't fear that she's dead or anything like that. But mm. she's basically um, missing with this guy in it. This guy who um, spent time trigger warning in America, like for for rape. Remember we spoke about this like maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, that's when I had my incident. I wasn't here. No, he was here. I remember he was opposite me. We were talking about it. I, was, I oh. beg you don't question what she just said, please. Right. It's all right. <laughs> Wait. It's all right. <laughs> it's so, I'm branded to you as a liar anyway. Anyway, right. yeah. Any, I don't anyway, even care. anyway. I, when I tell, the, lev, the, the level <laughs> and height of which I am like, I don't care. <laughs> I couldn't reach greater heights of it. Anyway, all I was going to say is that, that crazy story is mm. linked in somehow to TB Joshua's church. Let me get surprise, into surprise. So an aristocrat, yeah, who's a strange daughter, again, trigger warning, is missing with her rapist partner and their newborn baby has been called, has called for the police to investigate her links with a Nigerian cult church following claims revealed by the independent that she was brainwashed there. So in a fresh appeal, Napier, um, Napier Martin, that's her father, has urged officers to probe Constance Martin's time at the synagogue 
Church of All Nations in Lagos, where she lived for six months under the rule of T.B. Joshua, who was a phony prophet, um, this, according to the um, article, I believe that too, anyway, but um, who is alleged to have abused his disciples. So Mr. Martin's new plea came after the Independent spoke to a former member of the church who claims that those who lived at the church were damaged by the experience. It claimed that Miss Martin, his daughter, was forced to eat the leftovers of the church's um, prophet and controversial leader, T.B. Joshua, um, also claims that disciples were forced to sleep in rooms with lights on and were routinely punished for breaking rules, including talk about other men of God um, besides T.B. Joshua. Obviously, he just wanted the focus to be on him. Also, um, also claimed that Miss Martin was placed in social exile, which was customary um, for disciples if they were being punished, right, who were not focused enough on the church leader. After leaving the church, Miss Martin spoke about experiencing paranormal activity, which became quite scary. It's her words, right? Apparently, she was left confused and traumatized and spent time trying to get her head around what happened to her in Lagos. He said that the experience appears to have been a trigger in what has happened to Miss Martin, saying that it set up a pattern of behavior exposing her to easy manipulation. Miss Martin, who is estranged from her family, has been on the run with her rapist partner, Mark Gordon, and their newborn baby since the 5th of January. Yes, very strange. I mean, what was... Did you used to hear crazy stories about T.B. Joshua's church? Yeah. It's mad. Let me see what this guy looks like. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Put him up on the screen, please. Is he dead? Yeah, he died, man. He died last, last year. year, wasn't he? Because he did year. a prophecy. It was funny. It was ironic, actually. Mm. I think like a week before or like... I think he died in January. He died somewhere anyway. Whenever mm. he died that year, mm -hmm. he basically did a whole prophecy in his church saying that um, people were going were gonna to die. It was a whole thing. It was ironic the way he said it because it was like something about... Uh, some of you are never gonna be here. And it was it was he done mm -hmm. he did it in such an arrogant mm -hmm. manner, talking about death and on other people. Mm -hmm. And then he died. Did his son die as well? I, I don't know. I think his I think one of his kids died or something. Something happened anyway. But he's the one who ended up dying. But yeah, then he's man. now in the face of the Lord, um, answering for his crimes because that man is a criminal. Yeah, bona fide criminal. Actually, mad. Hundred percent. Um, if if you guys are interested by any chance, yeah, um, yeah, Google, sorry, YouTube, TV Joshua. And there's a, there's a YouTube page here that I sometimes um, watch here by the name of Asabe Africa, right? Mm. A-S-A-B-E, Africa, yeah. I had a childhood Af friend called that. Oh, mm, is she it? is, yeah. It's a um, house name. Mm. And this guy, yeah. What does Asabe mean? I don't, I don't know. know. Mm. And this guy, basically, he interviews bare people like in, in you know, Nigeria and whatnot. Anyway, mm. he interviewed a lady who was like one of the close like companions of TB Joshua, innit? And she talked about her deal. Um, at his church and all the things that she was exposed yeah. to, this and the third, and how obviously he does witchcraft and all of this this crazy stuff. It's, mm. it's his most popular video, in it? So if you go to that page, like you get um, a rundown of what goes on there. Innit? Anyway, next headline, trigger warning here. And a 19-year-old man is fighting for his life in hospital after being stabbed in broad daylight in East London. Police were called to reports of a stabbing at a home in New North Road in Hackney at 2.25pm on Monday. Officers attended along with the London Ambulance Service and the London's Air Ambulance. There have so far been no arrests. It came before a 15-year-old boy was stabbed outside a supermarket after witnesses described the boy being chased by another armed with a machete. Um, the, the teen suffered non-life-threatening injuries to his back following the attack in Sutton High Street at 4 p.m. And yeah, man, pretty much they're saying any witnesses are asked to call 101, quoting CAD 3992 13 Feb. And obviously, if you want to um, contact Crime Stoppers, 0800-555-111. And the last headline is, and this, this, this is crazy, yeah? 
And this is um, trigger warning here as well. But basically, police are appealing for the whereabouts of a young girl who vanished from South London four days ago. Mariama Callon, who's 13 years old, was reportedly last seen in East Street, Woolworth, um, on Thursday, February 9th. The teenager was described as being from Sierra Leone by a charity group um, called Female in Africa. They said that the young Sierra Leonean girl is missing. We are seeing a lot of children going missing. Our community is still not engaging. Why, we don't know. But let's help find this girl. Um, Suffolk MPs also um, MP tweeted, Met, the Met Police are increasingly concerned about the welfare of Mariama Callon, who's a 13-year-old female who's been missing since the 9th of February of this year. So yeah, man, if you guys can help in any way, please contact the correct authorities. And that's pretty much it for the headlines, man. Thank you very much. Let's get into the reaction. Venus. Venus is wanting, an, wanting to know an update. Hmm? So Venus tweeted about whether um, mm. he wonders if the girl has got, gotten a Chris Brown ticket about the dilemma. Oh, is it? <laughs> and then Mark said, oh, we're going to have to tune into the day after tomorrow. Mm. Find out. I said, no, no, no. No, no, no. I just got cooked on behalf of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> we have an update. <laughs> All right. So the first thing I want to talk about uh, pretty much is because there's only one game missing in the event. And that's Liverpool and... Uh, uh, my mood is gone. My head's blown. So he's <laughs> why is your mood gone? Here. He's not even here, right? Oh, that's why your mood is gone. He's not even here. And you're still being sweet with him on a different platform. What have you done to me today? What have you done platform? to me today? I've, I've what simped, have you done to me today? i for you. No, you haven't. I have. No, you haven't. You set me up today. Mark's going to have done that to me. Is that how you feel? Is that how I feel? Sorry, Iman. Okay. Black King. What were you saying? Well, I was talking about um, Jurgen Klopp. You know who that is? I've got a have cool. I'm like, I want dessert. <laughs> so he's the manager of Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And he basically spoke of his massive relief of winning the Merseyside derby, calling it Liverpool's best performance for a while. Cody Gakpo um, scored his first Liverpool goal as the Reds produced a commanding display to defeat rivals Everton 2-0 at Anfield and end a four-game winless run in the league on Monday night football. Salah broke the deadlock for Liverpool just 16 seconds after Everton's James Tarkovsky headed against the post from a corner as Liverpool opened up the visitors with a devastating, devastating counter and Liverpool move above Chelsea into ninth, wow, ninth, you know, in a table with nine points separating them um, and fourth spot. Klopp was asked whether the 16 seconds between Tarkovsky's header and the Salah goal was a key moment in the season and he said, absolutely, we thought the same. It happened last week versus Wolves, the first ball into the box, deflection and then goal. Um, that gives a game direction, although it shouldn't be impactful, but it does happen. It was the biggest difference between other games and tonight. I thought the performance was the best it's been for a while. You take wins where you don't play well, but it's much better when you deserve it. And we deserved it. Um, also, yeah, I want to talk about this quickly, yeah. Because, Brent, I don't know if this is a joke, yeah. But do you think there's a, there's a conspiracy against um, Arsenal, man? VAR. Trying, trying to mess up Arsenal's campaign. yeah. <laughs> because there's been quite a few, um, apparently. There's an entire article about it. Yeah. And basically, the first one being Martin Lane's goal, just allowed um, Old Trafford. Yeah. Cost us bare points. Um, also, where's the other one? Jesus. Hey man, that, that goal didn't cost us bare points because <clears throat> obviously <laughs> we went on to yeah, a little um, bit, but yeah. it could have changed the trajectory of the game. Mm-hmm. Jesus was denied a penalty against Southampton. Mm. Um, also... You say Jesus or you're talking about Gabriel? Yes, that guy. That's not um, Jesus. He's called Jesus. The defender. 
Ah, okay, okay. Um, the burn, yeah, okay, burn. Dan Burn, um, the shirt, shirt pull was ignored in the Newcastle draw. So that guy, he must have pulled, um, what's his name? Gabriel. Oh, so there, there were two incidents. I thought you were talking about something else. My bad. You're okay. right. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh. Which one? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep digging a hole for yourself. Oh, this guy's not serious. You what? Oh when I leave here, what? I'm going to see, see your husband. It don't matter who, who the fuck I'm seeing after this. <laughs> <laughs> Keep digging a hole for yourself. That hole is so deep right now, Brent. I, no, you don't I even can't know. see. I can't see out of it. You can't see out of it. <laughs> you cannot see out of it. <laughs> and the other one is um, Tony's goal um, that stood after the botched VAR check. And yeah, man. So basically, what they're saying is, how many points is VAR? VAR a lot. Arsenal. Yes. A lot. It's been a lot, man. Unfortunately, yes. But yeah, man, it could be a conspiracy or I don't know, man. But what they're saying is, again, it's happening to Arsenal a lot more. Um, thingy, four yeah. points denied. Nope, six, nine. Nope. It could all added up, yeah, to Arsenal being as much as 12 points clear of Man City right now. Mm. Ahead of their um, game um, tomorrow night. But yeah, the last thing I want to talk about is basically... I thought you said you only had one thing. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Give me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing, yeah, it's a small, it's a small thing, and basically just rumors in the sporting world, yeah. And Elon Musk. So, Bren, what was that? You're giving him giggles. Anyway, I'm so. gonna give everybody everything. I'm not giving you nothing <laughs> because you today, you are really on Lovers Day. You really showed your ass. You really showed how much you hate me today. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is believed to be interested in making a 4.5 billion pound bid to buy Man United. Obviously, Mars isn't here to talk about that, how he feels about it, but that's one of the rumors out there. Also, Man United will be faced with taking a 40 million hit on Harry Maguire if he um, leaves Old Trafford this summer. Will he go? I don't know. He's in the first team, right? What? He's in the first team, isn't it? Who? Maguire? Maguire, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's on the bench. Ah, okay. Yeah, man. They might lose 40 million, man. Also, Tyson Fury is reportedly um, holding talks uh, with Deontay Wilder um, about having a full fight, man. Mm. Yeah, I don't. That's if the the one the fight with um, Usyk um, falls through, but that's like absolutely ridiculous. We don't need a full fight at all. Mm. Um, also, Real Madrid are keeping tabs on Richarlison um, ahead of a potential summer move, apparently. And Atletico Madrid are reportedly interested in signing Christian Pulisic. And that's it, pretty much, man. <coughs> that's it for the reaction. Thank you very much. Let's get into the outro. So Emmanuel sent me a message saying that Mark should be done out here because he wasn't here to help Esther be accountable for their sins the other day. First of all, first of all, let's address this from the top. There are no sins to be accountable for. Iman didn't text you nothing. Iman was reading the entire time. <laughs> and third, let's head into the outro. Thank you very much. Alright, thank you guys for tuning in as you always, always do. Um, like the video, subscribe to the channel and also share this very lovely 200th episode of ours. Um, if you want to follow us on our social media platforms, which it should be, the our at is the day after TNB and we are on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. 
And if you would like to send your lovely dilemmas in, the number, <laughs> <laughs> the number is 075-6484-1073. You can, um, yeah, you can send a voice note in, you can send text in, you can do all that great stuff. Also, Big Up Musa, wasn't it? Yes. Top, yeah. Big Up Musa, man. Big Up him as well for sending a lovely voice note to us and mm -hmm. I hope you're having a great day. And congratulations. Yes, congratulations well. on your new gig. And if you want to inquire about the show or feature on the show, the email address is thedayafter at thenewblack.com. Have a grateful Valentine's Day. Spread love, not war. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love. Black love, man. That's the only black That's the only love that matters. God damn it. <laughs> well, he said it. But um, yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. See you later. Peace.